have a story about a couple of billies Get rich quick, man, that seems kind of silly I mean, from dynasty to redraft, really? Ain't no way they about to make this quarter milli Feel me? Nah, man, I really don't This the GOAT district, they win whenever they want This the big time, though, they're playing against savants Gotta wonder if they're prepared or if they'll bomb Look Let's quick run through a checklist I only got a minute but I want you to get this Experience, yes Evaluation, yes BBD, yes Sleeper picks, yes Well sheesh, now you get it I ain't even lying Go ahead, pick up the rhyme Spit a couple of lines Spell it out for people So they can feel it in their spine G-O-A-T Greatest of all time It's the corner Millie Billy's On a quest for the best FFPC is a test for the rest G-O-A-T Gonna flex, that's a yes Matter of fact, say less, say less it's the corner Millie Billy's on a quest for the best FFPC is a test for the rest GOAT gonna flex, that's a yes Matter of fact, say less, say less Theo, what is up? It is Thursday, July 15th, 2021 uh, A couple minutes before 10 o'clock We're doing another live football, guys For the half Millie Billy's We're here to ship it um, Theo, first of all, welcome to the show What's going on? Uh, nothing. I'm 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 fired up. I'm excited. Last time we drafted an absolute monster, and um, we've we've uh, attracted some sharks who want who want a little bit of the smoke, and they want a piece of it. And um, we've got Josh McAtee. We've got Andrew Geller. We've got Dave Hubbard. We got B. Bag Agbatoba. This is a loaded uh, loaded room by FFPC standards. Um, about as loaded as it can get on a on a random ten o'clock on a Thursday. So I'm I'm stoked. I mean, we've been we've been having some nice builds here, Andrew, and I would like to continue that. We keep uh, drafting from the back end of the uh, the draft. I and know we've gone what we've gone what twelve, ten, and then now ten again. And twelve, ten, and ten again, and then you, yeah. I believe, you were in the twelve slot for your main event that we for, for the uh, first slow main event too. Yeah, so. so so you're living life in the in the back half of the draft. It was not a bad place to be. Um, yeah, so this I is where I, where I live my life. Yeah, so I mean, our, our targets are kind of the same. Um, we yeah. like our, our our usual group of about five guys. We think that will be there. Um, I know that with um with Abib and 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 uh, Guilds right next to us um, or close enough to us, I know it's going to be a little more difficult for us to extract value. Um, but I'm I'm sure we're going to be all right. Yeah, so let's let's go through some of the friends of the show. You just mentioned them. Um, we got uh, Josh McAtee. He's in the four spot tonight. Um, Hubbard, I think he is. Yeah, he's he's sitting in seven. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't mind just giving away his spot. Uh, Abib is in nine. We're ten, and then uh, Andrew Geller, the Guilds, uh, is in twelve. Theo, let me let me bring up a concept to you before we kick off because um, you brought it up, right? We drafted out of the tenth spot last time. We got a ton of views. Everyone was loving it. It was an absolute dumpster fire of a draft. Here's the problem, Theo. I had this concept in college. <laughs> where we used to make this like hunch punch type crap, right? And every single drink it, drink it, you know, you know, things, things would be going on at the end, you know, year over year, a new, a new class would learn the recipe. They'd make it differently. But the problem we called it, we called it jungle juice when I, when I was in college. So we called it, we called it blue. I was trying to, trying to use like some, some maybe national terminology, but fair enough. Everyone knows what we're talking about. But the, the problem was, Everyone who was older, the sophomores, juniors, and seniors would always have the same complaint, Theo. Blue is always better freshman year. Do you think that tonight is going to be a huge sophomore slump for us? We're just like the content was just so great last draft, and everyone's going to be looking at this one and be like, well, 
Everything was better last draft. Everything was better freshman year. Or you think that we're about to draft another wagon tonight? So I, I'm, I'm confident in our abilities to adjust on the fly. I think that we won't see the type of wackiness yeah. like Patrick Mahomes <laughs> in the first round. Yeah. Um, shout out to uh, the team. Uh, I, I forgot their name, but the team that made all the crazy picks that uh, allowed us to extract some value. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm confident in our abilities. I think that uh, when one door closes, another opens in these things, you just have to be able to roll with the punches and be flexible. Um, so, you know, after after pick 10, it, it's all bets are off. We're, we're, we're hopeful of who we will get, but with uh, with the guilds at the twelve thirteen, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, and he 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 promised, and he's going to come on. So I don't know if he's listening now, but he promised that he was going to make it interesting out of that twelve spot. So we'll see how that goes, and if he uh, if he lives up to the promise that uh, that he made um, in in the DMs. Uh, so I posted one thing. So Casey McCoy, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, and participating in the chat. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, it is really fun. Like, look, like I, at least on my end, right? Like, you know, I've not shipped anything yet. It's all a learning process, right? But I absolutely love playing the game at the end of these. Who, who's the rake? And sometimes if you can't spot the rake, sometimes you are the rake. Uh, and obviously it's all, all meant in good fun. Uh, but uh, we're definitely gonna be playing who's the rake at the end of the uh, the episode here tonight. Yeah, absolutely. And occasionally you get into a um, a draft like this where there's some very good players and, and there might not be a, uh, it'll be a harder to spot the rake. Um, hopefully if this draft is as competitive as we, as we think we yep, just don't want to be that rake. So um, yeah. So We're, normal, normal start McCaffrey one. And um, now Kelsey goes at the, uh, the two spot. So I'm guessing we're going to see Dalvin cook here at the three. Yeah. Let me, uh, I am, I am sharing. If you guys are on the YouTube stream, uh, we'll share the draft board and Twitter, but if you're on the YouTube stream, we do have the draft board up. I just had to hit refresh on that bad boy. So, uh, you can see, uh, where Theo is giving all of the updates there. Yeah. Camargo. Yeah, you and I strategized a little bit and I think you said it at the top. It was interesting. Cause it's like, you know, we're getting these late picks. It's like, all right, usual suspects. We're just gonna have a we're just gonna have a bunch of builds that maybe look the same. But you know, we'll we'll see. Maybe there's some surprises in our future. Uh, but I'm looking forward to maybe debating some of the same players and you know similar builds uh, with you here tonight. So I love the back half in FFPC um, for the second round. I do think that you run into occasional trouble in the third round. You have that like quick run at the beginning of the third to the mid third, where sometimes a lot of our our targets dry up. But here in the in the first and second, we're going to get two studs, um, no matter who Abib drafts. So Zeke Elliott yeah. goes, Derrick Henry goes. Um, I'd imagine we see um, you know an Austin Eckler go. Potential. I would I would have uh, Abib um, drafting Saquon if he's there at nine. Um, I yeah. know he's drafted him a number of times. And and one of, one of the friends of the show who will be coming on, uh, Josh McAtee in the four spot. He did go uh, Alvin Kamara out of the four. Yeah, I like Kamara. There's there's um a little hesitant hesitancy with him um as a potential landmine with Taysom Hill. Okay, so Tyreek goes. That's one of yeah, our guys. Tyreek was absolutely Eckler on my goes. radar. You, you know that. I, I can't I can't be drafting enough Tyreek Hill teams. Um I know we're about to be on the clock, so, so just really quickly. We're about to have a, an opportunity can, to draft yeah. a player that we're we've wanted that we haven't had exposure to. Um Abib, I don't see him taking Darren Waller. I think if Darren Waller's here for us at the 10, um, I know that we don't have a share of Waller together. Yeah, I, um, so Saquon, I Theo, Abib, he took, he took Barkley. Just, I think that you had a great read on him, yeah, uh, that he was going to go running back, and specifically Barkley if he fell. You just mentioned that Darren Waller's on the clock. I mean, is, is this going to be the easiest pick? Do we just 
smash him because we want the exposure. Want to? Yeah, I mean, Waller's Waller's going as Waller's going as high as as the number four. Um, there's a couple guys who who we really like we could take, but we've already have exposure to. I still yep. get our first share of Darren Waller here at the ten. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it really helps our build to get that that foundational tight end. Yep. <clears throat> and what I like about it too is we we're uh, we're not allowing uh, guilds to go too off the wall unless he wants to really go crazy here. So again, we'll, we'll see uh, see if he lives up the promise. So I just smashed Darren Waller at the uh, the one ten. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain running back that we both love that we could have taken there at the ten. Yeah. Um, but and Tyreek versus Waller or Eckler versus Waller would have been a real um, pulling our hair out type decision because um, we both love Tyreek and, and Eckler and, and we have exposure to both. Yep. Interested to see what 11 and uh, 12 do here. Um, a couple of the drafts I've done recently, Kittle has started to creep up. Um, when Waller goes, um, it, you know, it triggers people to want to take Kittle. So I'll be interested to see if, uh, if either of these teams goes Kittle um, or a potential unique start for us with a two tight end start, which would be an interesting discussion to have. If not, I mean, we have a number of guys we like coming up if, if Kittle does go. Yeah, absolutely. What are your thoughts on the two tight end builds? Um, I know you've seen them on <laughs> Taylor goes. I, I'm willing, I'm willing to do it. Uh, I, you know, it's, you know, we're going to do a couple of these. It's not going to be like a total, like, you know, 120 team portfolio. Um, but I, I absolutely don't mind having the, the exposure to the double tight ends. Um, I don't mind getting a little bit, call it unique, a little bit crazy. I think that you've got to mix it up a little bit when you're in the back half of the draft. I don't think that if this was a silver bullet, right, Theo, if this was our one and only shot, that'd be something we want to do. But, you know, we, we've already got a couple of wagons, uh, you know, in the books. Uh, I think that it's definitely on the table. Yeah, I don't. I always, I always regret it for a little bit when it happens. Um, I mean, yep. another. You slow, recently did one, right? I'm in a slow draft now, where I started out with. Uh, I have a second round Kittle, and a third round Pitts, um, and it's 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 just very hard to recover. But it does put you in a unique situation. Okay, so Diggs goes. So we're. Um, I'm interested to see who goes in these next two. I wonder if they're listening in after Guilds goes. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the guy I'm thinking of that would be. Also in consideration here, in case he's listening in. But Diggs is a nice, nice pick for him there. Um, we both like Diggs, and I think you took Diggs in your in your main event at uh, the twelve thirteen. Okay, yeah. so he takes Gibson. Gibson was the one that uh, I would I would have you know automatically taken at the early early uh, second round pick. I know I know you're really into Gibson as well. Yep, absolutely. I've got I've got two in the queue. I think I like one way more than the others, and. Interestingly enough, it's oh, interestingly enough, it's the only one left. Uh, but want to know your thoughts here? I think the other guy that we could add, and I just I just put him in there, um, is potentially a running back. But wanted to get your thoughts, Theo. I, well, I, I you yeah. can you can go ahead and say it right now because I'm for whatever reason my draft room is loading slowly. I had the uh, the board. Okay. Yep. Uh, so I've got DeAndre Hopkins and Nick Chubb uh, in the queue. So I I like both of them. I prefer we have 35 seconds here. I I prefer. Um, Nick Chubb a little bit more in the back after the second round. Um, I'm okay with the D hops, or I'm okay with going aggressive and going Kittle. Um, so I would okay. be between a two tight end build or a D hops and and Waller. I'm I'm okay with either. i have also throw out Calvin Ridley with 18 seconds to go. Yeah, let let's do this. I think I'm into D hops here. 
Um, okay, so, so let's, let's grab a D, let's, let's grab a D hops. Yep. Okay. And the, I will, this I will way, say, I think I, I, I don't know. Diversification is critical, but I think that we've got some diversification going on from uh, our previous builds. Yeah, and I will say that um, I, I have Ridley slightly, slightly ahead of Hopkins, but it's like they're they're like neck and neck. Um, yep. I think that um, Ridley is going to see a, a higher number of total targets. I think that um, DeAndre Hopkins could still absolutely smash. Um, it's year two with him in Arizona. It's uh, year two with him and Kyler together. Um, and also we had no preseason last year. Um, so Kyler, I think, could take massive steps forward um, in his in his third season. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of really bullish on this Arizona offense. I know we have a lot of Rondell Moore. Um, and I think he actually yep. helps D hops. Um, I think D hops is going to, you know, AJ green, uh, you know, helps, helps out receiving core as well, just stylistically. So we both like Hopkins. I'm happy to get him. I'd expect uh, Ridley to go soon. Um, I'm pretty sure Abib's going to go running back. Okay. So Abib goes Najee. He did. And so, Hey Theo, we, we do have one question from the chatter. Maybe, maybe call it comment. So Casey McCoy again, uh, mentions that he took Eckler over Barkley in the 10 spot. I, you know, I, I don't think that that's crazy. And I think that, um, again, to give a plug to a show that uh, you and JD and Dan had earlier this week, and I definitely go check it out with like Nelson Souza, right? I think that, you know, he was kind of, you know, subtly and then not subtly, but then going back and forth, if you were reading the proper context clues, I think he was basically pounding the table for for Eckler this year. So yeah, I think he's, that, like, he's, he's big on yeah, Eckler and uh, yeah. he's big on Eckler and, and um, you know, a few other very sharp people we know are big on Eckler. I think Eckler just has, he has a, a hundred catch um, potential this season. And I think yep. that um, it's a very good offensive line. Um, the running backs behind them are nothing scary. And the fact that they lose Hunter Henry might clear up a few, a few more targets for him. And I just think that you're also buying into uh, Herbert being not necessarily much, much better points per game wise, but a more efficient so I think Eckler right now is a very safe and very uh, popular pick in, in the first round of these drafts. Saquon, we, yep. we all love. And a picture goes on the internet today of Saquon where he looks like his usual self, look like a beast. But, yeah. I mean, there's still injury concerns for some people, and people will be risk-averse uh, this early in the, in the year, I think. Um, okay, so Eckler-Chubb is a nice combination for Team 7. We actually have that same uh, combination, I believe, Shelley. <sighs> Eckler-Gibson. Excuse we debate, me, Eckler we Gibson. Debated, I have an, I have Chubb. Chubb. Sorry about that. I have an Eckler Chubb. So they're yeah, these yeah. are all kind of blending together right now. <laughs> so Zeke Elliott Devontae combo. Okay. I'll be interested to see what Josh does here at the uh the four spot coming up. No real surprises. What do you think of of, of Devontae Adams these days, right middle of the uh the second ahead of Calvin Ridley with the uh Rogers concerns? Yeah, it's it's the right spot for him. I, I still think, I mean He's got, I mean, he's got the upside. Someone's going to catch passes. It's not like he's going to drop off the complete face of the earth. Uh, I, I like Devontae Adams. And I think this is about where he should be going. I think for those, what, couple weeks where his ADP sl- you know, slipped into that, you know, top of the third round, I think those teams are going to be interesting, the ones who are able to get him there. But I absolutely think this is the right spot for Devontae Adams. Uh, yeah. I think he's got probably one, one to two years, you know, good seasons left. And I am... From a from a micro level, just thinking about him, the player, I'm not so concerned um, with any Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to like overreact or um, you know one way or the other uh, on his ADP. So Josh takes George Kittle. Um, yeah, Kamara is a, is a nice start for him. 
Um, and again, you know, Kittle, Kittle Waller would have been a very interesting start for us. Um, but it, we, it would have put us, um, you know, playing catch up, not only at running back, but also at wide receiver. That's the problem yeah. with going tight end, tight end. Yeah. Um, it's tough. I mean, if, 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 if Kittle has a, you know, just a smash season and Waller has a completely smash season, then the, the build might make some sense. But even in tight end premium, it's, it's really tough playing, playing catch up at two positions. Okay, so we see a potential stack team, Kelsey and CEH. I wonder if they go Pat Mahomes in the third round a little early. And more cowbell gets Calvin Ridley, really nice nice value there at the, uh, at the last pick in the second round. Yeah, and that one, that one hole is an experienced player too. And I, I think that we actually talked a little bit about this. Maybe we play this out a little bit here um, as it does come back to us is getting those unique builds from the one spot. I definitely have seen like uh, uh, Dominic Rohde on Twitter talking about this as well. It's just like, think about how many teams that we're going to see that are going Christian McCaffrey, DK, and like Justin Jefferson. You know, that's going to be like a huge tent uh, in the tournament. So I think having the opportunity to have Calvin Ridley come back to you and then you go ahead and smash it, I think you're going to just like inherently create some of that uniqueness in your roster uh, that, that you know could, when the championships uh, rounds come around, uh, you know, help you ship the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, one is a big advantage and, and two for that matter, because the, the, uh, the value of player here at the beginning of the third is just so strong for the next few yeah. picks. Okay. So Swift goes, I'm going to start loading up some guys. Yeah. One thing that we're talking about Theo, as you're doing that is, you know, and we can play it out, right? We know we have a pick coming up, so we can do some picks and we can talk about unique builds. But I mentioned to you earlier today, the teams who should really be taking Tyree Kill, who was a target of ours. Um, I think that the three and four holes should really start to take Tyree Kill. So maybe let the CMCs and the Cooks go one, two, right? You don't want to get too crazy with this. But I think that if you're trying to generate and, and purposely get unique builds, I think that you could go from the three hole like Tyree Kill and start to build some interesting, you know, maybe like, you know, triple wide receiver starts and be really unique to start this draft. And, you know, as somebody who doesn't mind so much the zero RB style, uh, I think that's a great way to get unique here in this large format uh, tournament. Yeah. I mean, Tyreek, he's going to go in like that six through uh, 11 range a lot. Yeah. Um, I know you got, you got him at 12 in the, in the main event, which was fantastic value. But yeah. yeah, like you said, I mean, if you really want to get wild, take him a little bit earlier, um, and you really extract value from him when you get him earlier or later. Um, I just think he's really the consensus wide receiver one right now, and uh, his ceiling is just so high uh, for this year. So yeah, I'm all about getting as much Tyreek Hill as possible. Okay, so Keenan Allen goes. We're um, three picks away here, and I have four people in the queue. Um, I know that three out of the four you're going to like. Yeah, I, I did. Add, I, I added the fourth just as a question to you. Okay. And, okay, and we're so, up here. Look, any, any of the three left, I'm willing to just smash over and over and over again. So I, I would tell this, you in a I, vacuum, I like the top player that you loaded. So I will say this. I think the top player that we have loaded up could potentially expose us to um, something we both might be into. Um, we don't have number two yet. Uh, I we do. Okay we do with, have number two. Oh, excuse me. We do have one share. Okay. I would. Yep. I would not. And we also have number one right now. 
Um, yep. So I'll just say this. The running back that we would consider is J.K. Dobbins here. Yep. Um, yep. I would go ahead and say that I would prefer, since we already went tight end wide receiver, that we keep pushing it. And I yep. think we go with – I say we go with Lamb and we get another yep. Lamb share. Let's do it. I like that. Lamb. Nine seconds. We grab C.D. Lamb here at the 310. I just – I love that pick. The other players that we had loaded were uh, Allen Robinson and, uh, and J.K. Dobbins. Who I don't expect to come back, but if they if 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 the guilds lets us have them, we're gonna smash them. So yeah, I mean, Dobbins Dobbins at four hundred three would be a no brainer. Yeah, and I've I've taken Dobbins in the third a lot. Um, it, it's tough to pass on Dobbins with his talent. I just think we both have concerns about receiving upside, but I want to have exposure to Dobbins and DK and uh, excuse me and DeAndre Swift in the third. I think they're the two potential. Um, running backs that could really, you know, swing swing teams this year. Okay, interesting to see what, what Gills does here. He's got a very yeah, balanced so, start. So Dobbins did, go, Dobbins did go next. So Team 11 did start three running backs. Jonathan Taylor's, Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins. They're going for the uh, the sophomore breakout running backs there. He's got the dynasty-looking team. Very nice, yeah. though, I think potential. <laughs> yeah. So, so we are on the clock soon, but I do want to continue the conversation on like the Tyree kill. Cause I think that yeah, you made a great point. I, and I liked it and it kind of it loosens up, mixes up the drafts. When you grab players slightly ahead of ADP, right? Like, and I say slightly, cause again, we had our, our exciting draft. He's better freshman year. We had our exciting draft where Mahomes went, what at the one Oh nine. Um, I think that's way too ahead of ADP, but when you take Tyree kill at like the one Oh three or one Oh two and you mix up ADP a little bit, you know, I think that you brought up a great point about how sometimes that loosens up the draft thinking and sometimes the value swing back to you. Um, I know we're up here in a second, uh, but I don't know if you want to expand on that point because I, I really liked what you mentioned. It's like something that like, you know, so I didn't I necessarily think, articulate. I, I think but, when you get, when you, well, we can talk about it a little more after we pick. Let's, let's, yeah. uh, so I'm going to throw one or two more guys into the queue here. Um, this is actually I, I like I like our options here a lot. Um, I'm going to throw one more guy, just one more guy to consider. Okay, um, let's see who they take here. They've gone three running backs. Do they do they take Miles Sanders or David Montgomery here and really push it? Gosh, I hope so. Sounds I fun. Think they, I think they might. I think that's what that the holdup is. Yeah, sounds sound, sounds super high upside. That was sarcasm. <laughs> well, I know you wouldn't mind going, you know, six, seven wide receivers to start after the Darren Waller start, and neither would I. So yeah, okay. So and they did it. Goes, they went they, Darren, they did it. David, okay. David Montgomery. Okay, so for me, the only running back to consider here would be Miles Sanders, which is not the worst guy to to, to start our team with. I know yep. we're we're very much into the three wide receivers we have listed. We have Amari Cooper, who we, we have a little bit of Robert Woods, who we don't have a share of yet together. I have some Woods. Um, I actually took him in my current draft and then DJ Moore, who you're a huge fan of and I am as well. Um, for yep. me, it's, it's Cooper or Sanders with the idea that we might get, get a potential stack um, in the, in the fifth round. Um, I don't mind having both Cowboys wide receivers. For me, it's Sanders or Cooper. I'll defer to you with 15 seconds. I kind of allow it because I'm willing to risk on the table. Let's take Amari Cooper. 
Let's do it. All right. I like it. Okay. So now we have, we have a potential stack. Um, and either, even if we don't complete the stack, we have great exposure to what we think will be a very, very good um, offense. Um, yeah. And two wide receivers. And I, and I like the comment. I like the comment from the chat. Liz Ballard asks if uh, Team Eleven is Jeff Z. Uh, you know what? Let's let's satisfy the uh, the chat and let's go to the ownership. I didn't I didn't think so. Uh, I thought that would have caught my eye, uh, but no. Uh, two two experienced players and their team name is is Uno. And based on my uh, my grade school Spanish, um, maybe one could surmise that uh, this is perhaps their first football guys of the year. But uh, but who, who knows? But definitely not Jeff Z, uh, Liz. But uh, thanks for joining the twi- chat. Please keep the the questions coming for sure. So here we have a Beeb. Um, so Beeb got two guys he loves in Saquon and Michael Thomas, and then he gets Chris Carson. So it's very uh, a, a Beeb like start. Uh, he loves getting those running backs early, and he he gets three you know potential a potential very strong uh, running back core with Chris Carson there as his RB3. Mandrews goes off the board. Um, now we're going to see what Dave Hubbard takes. So Dave Hubbard takes Robert Woods, the guy we considered. So Dave has a very balanced team right there. Yeah, the chat loves what Abib did with Carson. And, and, and Grant, I, you know, I can't, I can't tell the timestamp because I don't know when he picked, but, uh, but, but Grant called the, the Carson shot. So let's, let's go ahead and give him a, Give him credit there. No, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely remember Theo. Remember in our Triflex when we were uh, we were doing that startup draft and the Rotoviz Dynasty Triflex on the FFPC, great place to play. Um, remember when a a beep? Oh, no, it wasn't a beep. It was bit. I was just gonna be like, oh, oh yeah, it was. Some, somebody turned the screws on us when we were trying to draft uh, Najee Harris, but it wasn't a beep. It was uh, it was bip. Yeah, no, it was uh, bip. Bip wanted a little more. So we have Najee Harris on our Najee Harris on our um, Triflex team, and we made a trade to get him. This was before the NFL draft, uh, and we had to pay BIP a little more than we wanted to. But uh, he was he was an easy guy to work with. Yeah, but we we yeah. we overpaid, but then the, the Pittsburgh landing spot made up for it. Um, so I like uh, I like what Josh has built here with Alvin Kamara, Kittle, Brown, and DJ Moore. Yeah, I think it was maybe it was was it Lance Theo that said spot the uh, spot the guy who drafted Robert Woods and uh, you you spotted the sharp in the room. Um, yeah, and, I believe and Lance my, did say that. It was Lance. Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, just my, my my personal version of that is the DJ Moore spot the DJ Moore drafter and you'll find the sharp in the room. Now, of course, that is self serving Theo because normally I'm drafting DJ Moore, so normally I'm just trying to call myself a sharp in those circumstances. But I, I absolutely love anytime DJ Moore slips past, especially in the back half of the fourth round. I think he's a, a smash play there. Yeah, I mean, we both love DJ Moore, and I think that uh, you know he's got potential to suck up some of those targets that Curtis Samuel took with him, and he's just a talented player who's produced, but has not. Yeah. Ha- it was a little disappointing last year, and I think that's the reason you're able to get him in this range. So Travis Etienne goes uh, running back we would have considered here in the fifth. Um, Julio, Cooper Cup. I'm going to load up a few more guys. So, 
coming back around, we have some interesting decisions to make. Um, I know for us, we like to keep pushing it. Um, we're already kind of opening to a potential zero build, which we're always open to doing when it presents itself. Uh, it's a high risk, high reward strategy. There's a few running backs I'll consider here. Um, how about you? Agreed. I put a couple into the queue. Um, I'll tell you one we weren't considering, but it's like really early for him. And I did just pull up ADP. So let me just do it. Uh, if you're looking at live, you can see that Michael Carter just went at the 503. Yeah. I don't uh, like that and, and hey, um, and hey, look, it's a GYFG. Get your get your effing guys situation. But that's a full round earlier than his men on the last five days of uh, football guys ADP. His previous men was six two, uh, and this was uh, five three. No, I mean I like getting him a lot in the seventh at the six seven yep. turn. I can see it. I think me and you have him in, um, I believe, is that an eighth round, or do we have him in the seventh, one of the two? Uh, yeah, I can't remember. So we have him – I just think that uh, you're asking a lot to take him uh, that early. But, hey, you know, uh, you, you never know. He's going to he's gonna catch a number of passes. I think he'd get up to, like, running back 20, but it's no sure thing. Okay, so Higgins and Evans go, two guys from our queue, both great values here. load up a couple more guys yeah and i you know i definitely gonna be the first thing i yell at josh when he gets on but you know i have made those threats uh that if i see t, t. higgins sitting in there in the fifth round i'm drafting it every time i don't care what my structural build is i don't care what's going on i am absolutely grabbing t higgins um the other one that's interesting and johnny Guerrero just just added in the chat so i'm absolutely just putting it on, up on the screen that is unbelievable value on uh, on Mike Evans who went after T Higgins um, at the 505 so let's look at uh, and Theo you you manage it real quick but uh, Mike Evans ADP is 47 with his max of 61 so it's not even the latest Mike Evans is gone okay so um, for, for us right here I'm gonna I'm gonna rule out number two because yep. of, of I just think there's too many question marks week one. I'll yep. say that number number three and number five are both potential um, for our builds. Um, uh, yeah, I like I like those in the sixth round. I think we can yeah, get them. I, I think, think you'll get, get one of, of those coming back around. So I'm I'm I I'm down to Kareem Hunt. Yep. Or Brandon Ayuk. Um, Kareem Hunt is not the worst guy. Um, which way are you leaning here? And I'll also throw out one more guy, which I just loaded in there. Is that number six? Number seven or number six. Oh, I don't see a number uh, six. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm I, I don't look prefer Ayuk to keep to okay. keep the train going, but the but I, I don't mind Hunt. So you make the call here. I'm, so I, I, I like the I, I say we take Hunt and at least get a little okay. bit of running back that we, we like. Uh, you know, he's a running back too, but for this build, it's not not the worst player to have as our RB1. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, certainly, it's certainly more of a floor play. Um, having another high-end wide receiver would have been great. Um, but I think, I think Kareem Hunt at least gives us a little bit of a foundation there. And, and I know and those, the guilt, it also good. prevents the guilds from getting him. And I think he would have considered him. I, I was, I was just going to say, cause he, he's another one who I, uh, I talk about this, the slow main with, uh, I think that he absolutely would have punished us. Uh, if, if we had passed on hunt, I think yeah. he absolutely would have taken him there, uh, at the turn. 
So Ayuk goes. Um, that's a nice pick right there. One guy we just considered. Yeah. Um, so coming coming around at the uh, the six oh three. I think we're going mean, like to get three. someone. Yeah. I like I like two or three, and I am not even looking back on either of them. I will say that taking number five, I don't mind doing. It, it makes this team have a, a a hell of a lot of firepower potentially with number five. It just goes anyway. So the guild takes Odell. Um, that's the person I was suggesting to you. And he takes Javante, yeah. who was in our queue. So I think for us here, we're going to end up getting a, getting a quarterback. Um, we have potential to do a, a Dak, CD, Amari, Cowboys stack. And we also have potential for a Kyler Murray, uh, DeAndre Hopkins correlation play. Yeah, and I like either. Yeah, I, like I have. Either. I will tell you, I have a ton of Dak. Uh, don't have a lot of Kyler, but we also have two Cowboys here. <laughs> so, we do. So, we've, yeah. we've sort of gone. We've sort of gone all in on the on the Cowboys. Um, I have some Kyler over the two the two formats FFPC and NFC. I love Kyler. Um, Dak is just wow, you know. You well, anyway, he goes Kyler, so that makes it quite easy. Yeah, so I think take, I think that Dak is the, Dak. the easy play here. Should we just lock, should we just lock this in? I'll say I'll say the only other player I would consider here yeah. um, would be an interesting start. Goddard is rising up. Goddard goes in in the fifth a lot to get Goddard in the sixth and have a a Goddard Waller team might be an interesting build. But I yeah. think that we both want Dak. We'll both be happier about our build taking Dak. Um, but I would expect that Goddard would go to. He won't last past Dave Hubbard would be my prediction. So let's go yeah. ahead and take Dak and be happy about our stack. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. we'll have a delightful text uh, or a Twitter DM exchange where we just scream Dak stack attack at each other. Um, it's a Dak stack attack. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, when you know? Dak is going off. So, and, and honestly, I, I love the pick. Um, you, you know, I especially being on the, the ends of drafts, especially the, the 10 through 12, as opposed to the one through three, I love pressing the runs. Um, and, and look, I don't think the quarterback run is going to continue given what's on the board, but we just do, did uh, Kyler Dak and Lamar back to back to back. So um, yeah, I'm I mean, happy this, about getting Dak pressed back there. I mean, this seems to happen a lot in, in the FFPC these days where not necessarily back to back to back, but as soon as Josh Allen goes, as soon as somebody picks the next quarterback, it's sometimes Lamar, sometimes Dak, sometimes Kyler. All three kind of go near one another, um, and then it's a little bit of a drop off to get to the, um, you know, the Russ Wilsons and, and the Herberts, um, the Tom Brady's, and, and the rest of the guys. Um, so I think that there's some value getting one of these, you know, potential quarterback ones in, in the sixth round. I know we're both very high on Dak. Uh, I know that uh, Andrew and. Uh, Abib both love Lamar. I love Lamar as well. So that's a great pick. Abib, Abib has a really impressive build right now uh, with Thomas, Carson, uh, Najee, Saquon, Deontay Johnson, and Lamar. Um, Guilds has Diggs, Allen Robinson, Jamar Chase, Odell Beckham, uh, Antonio Gibson, and Javante Williams. If Javante can offer him something early in the season, uh, I think he's got a really, really nice build. Um yeah, it's, I'm interested to see what uh, Dave Hubbard does here with uh, Goddard on the board. Which way are you? Which way do you think he goes?
All right, so Galladay goes. Okay, so we're back. Yeah. Okay, so right now, okay, interesting. Dave goes with Judy. So this, and Ju Ju so Judy's climbing up the boards too. If we did like an ADP review, I think that he's he is on the move. I think that in in um. You know the fantasy football analysts. I think some are, are still debating the um, the Judy Sutton, but when it yeah. comes to the to the high stakes players, the high stakes players are betting on Jerry Judy to take over the number one wide receiver role. Uh, I think that his skills match up better with Ted Bridgewater than Cortland Sutton's do, and Sutton also coming off of an injury injured season um, puts a little bit of fear into some players. You still have the Cortland Sutton truthers, and I don't hate Cortland Sutton. But I think Judy's just a little bit of a safer bet right now. What do you yeah. think? No, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I just like Cortland Sutton's talent. Um, and I think we maybe we talked about it a couple shows ago. Um, you know, Judy's got all those, you know, air yards. He had the most, you know, throws that, you know, fell incomplete. And just like anecdotally, I would have said maybe Hollywood's like, you know, second to that. But obviously it would be proven wrong. Um, having said that, Sutton, Sutton was out all year last year. Um, I think that he's got that like alpha build to him um, that I just I love to see, and I and I would be betting on talent. Um, I just don't think there should be a huge disparity between them. Uh, I think that you put out a good, good tweet today. It was about running backs, right? But I I think that you can probably play the same game with uh, Judy and Sutton. Is make a bet on one of them. You know, go with your gut. But this is absolutely the spot to be taking them. I I love seeing them here uh, in this sixth round seventh round range uh i think that like when we did one of our first ones even this is only like two or three weeks ago theo i think we got judy in like the ninth round uh we I did easily be fact checked okay yeah i was gonna say easily be fact checked on that um but i think that this is the absolute right trend uh for him to be up here yeah i mean judy's gonna gonna stick around here i think he's gonna stay in the sixth um you know people were disappointed by his rookie year but he certainly produced, um, you know, in a historical sense uh, for a rookie wide receiver. I think that guys that produced like him in his rookie year usually usually take a step forward, especially when they have his draft capital. So, yeah, I, I think uh, I think Judy's uh, Judy's a safe bet. I don't know if he has the potential to get into the wide receiver one discussion, but I think he's a guy that you can bet on to challenge for wide receiver two. Uh, okay, so Goddard goes. So we've been, there's an interesting build there one that we slightly considered. So team two gets a Kelsey Goddard. You know, I, I probably would have gotten my receiver there with, with them only having Julio, but it's still very I know. I just, Goddard. I mean, this yeah. is one of those things where like team two may absolutely smash us to bits when we play them, but just like that is just not a structural build that I'm interested in doing where I only after, you know, what, it, well, let's call it okay. Seven, seven rounds now. They've got two wide receivers, Julio and Sutton, who I was just talking about. So I, like that's I, just like, not I something that you're going to see. I mean, it's he. He was he was a little bit like he, he he took he took Swift slightly, maybe like you know two or three spots ahead of where he goes. Yeah, he gets ET, ETN a little bit earlier, but he still takes two bets on you know two running backs who could catch a lot of passes. 
I don't I don't dislike it. I will say that um I've seen I've seen Noah Fant go in the seventh round twice this week. So I think it's kind of the correction is Goddard is Goddard goes ahead of Fant now after the you know the potential Ertz move. I think Fant is just such value in that seventh round. Um, it, for me, I, I've taken him often in the sixth round. I, I love Noah Fant this year, and he's kind of like the end of a tier for me. I have him ahead of the the Higbies and Thomases. Um, I just think Fant is athletic. He's got the draft capital. He's flashed when he's on the field. I, I think Fant's just great value right now. What about yeah. you? No, I, I agreed. And Aaron Rodgers goes there, and we start to see him in the fourth, fifth round. I mean, you you could almost convince me that like people would start taking him over uh, Mark Andrews. Now, having said that, this is like not necessarily the tier of tight ends that I want to be playing with like a ton. Um, I really do subscribe to those series of let, let's let's be super early or let's be really late. Um, I do think that there's exposure to get burned here. Um, having said that, I think that you should mix up exposures. So I, I don't mind getting Fant, and I think especially getting him in the you know, sixth, seventh round, I think you you may have about a round or two of ADP, uh, you know, room to run uh, if if any landscape changes. So I like that here. Yeah. So Edmonds goes. That's one one player we would have considered here. Um, Juju goes. Who we had in the queue as well. So I, I have I have one loaded, and maybe he gets back to us. I I like number one, and and I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a secret. <laughs> uh, he's not coming back to us if we well, let him go. The, the the guilds is gonna take him if he's there. Absolutely, the, uh, I was just gonna one, say. So. Guilds gonna be pissed that we're even talking about it. But guilds, guilds is that, that's I mean, somebody who's not coming back to us if we let him slip by. Yeah, I prefer number two. Um, uh-huh. And number three, we we have exposure to. I know he's a, you're a big fan of his. Okay, so yeah. so there goes Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson, I would have taken yeah. ahead. So I'm okay with with um with your suggestion. Um, I think, and I us, had just told the guilds, had just told the guilds, I don't have a lot of exposure to him, uh, in uh, in these tournaments. So would would be would be great conversation piece to go ahead and smash him. But but want your thoughts? Well, I will say that. I think we should put some consideration into into Damian Harris here because if we don't take Damian Harris, I don't think there's a running back for us for the next like two rounds. And I don't, I, I'm not a huge Harris guy, but it does give us um, a floor for week one. Um, yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. Taking, taking Smith though. Um, team 11 next to us has four, four running backs already. And the guilds took Javante Williams. So I say we take Devonta Smith the player you want to take. Yeah. Um, it gives us exposure and uh, yeah, I'm into it. Let's take Devonta Smith okay. for us and potential for more. Okay. Done. We took Devonta, so we Devonta Smith there. Okay, so I, I, it'll be interesting to see if, if, if these two do not take Damian Harris, I think he's our pick. Um, I think that you, Gil absolutely takes Damian Harris here. I think he probably takes Damian Harris, but I don't yeah. think he necessarily does after Javante. Um, I'm not sure which way he's going to go. So, and, and, by, and by the goes. way, Josh was supposed to be joining us in the sixth round. So let me make sure that he's still alive. Uh, based on his draft, he is. He's doing great. He's got just on a wide receiver run, which I absolutely love to see. Th- things that Andrew loves to see, his wide receiver room. So I like 
who you have queued up here. Um, I, I think that that's a nice pick if we don't get what we want here. Yep. I don't want to. I don't want to force the issue at running back. I think when you, the the biggest mistake people make is when you start building. I mean, we have a near zero RB build. Kareem Hunt makes it a not a zero RB build. But I think that the mistake people make when they when they start is they start like adding all these seventh, eighth, ninth round running backs. I think that you have to be very selective with it. Okay, so the Guilds takes Herbert. Yeah, you you, you can't bail too early on the strategy. That's 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 what you're trying to say. If you, if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna commit to the bit, commit to the bit, and do it yeah, right. It's a, great, it's a great way of putting it. Um, I'll throw one more guy out there. Um, so listen, I'm not I'm not in love with with Damian Harris, but I think if he's there, um, I think he has running back two potential. I think he'll start the season as a starting running back for for New England. Um, you know, I'm not thrilled about it, but I do think if if we don't take him, I think that there's not a whole lot of running backs I would like, um, yeah. and potentially we'd miss on running back in the ninth round as well. Um, so structurally, I think Damian Harris makes the most sense here. Um, although it's it's a player we're we're not neither one of us would be super duper excited about. Um, no, I think that we ended. I think we ended the last show with me pressing on uh, Muzio just a little bit on the Damian Harris love. Okay, so uh, so we we had Debo Samuel as the other person we would have considered with um w- with Harris. Yeah. So I'll, I'll I just think we pick Harris and feel yeah. good about our starting lineup for Week One. I'm going to throw one player out in the queue that um just to take a look at. Do we force the issue um with the stack that we're all in on? Because he's not going to come back around to us in the ninth round. Let me let me let me let me hit a, a refresh here because of course it's not coming up. Sure. Yo, but no, I, I, I don't. Okay. It, you know, basically, it would be a: Do we take Michael Gallup here to ensure that we have coverage for CD and Amari since we're all in on Dak? Yeah. Or do we do? And his this? ADP is nine five. I think you're right. In this room, we're not going to get him back. But I like the idea of getting Damian Harris and feeling good about week one. So and then we can play the waiver waiver. And, and again, it opens us up to maybe even more call it wide receivers and tight ends or whatever. Okay, so, so I, I took Damian Harris as the clock like is it. winding down. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's um, there's a few other wide receivers I would have liked here, but um, you know, Harris is is. I mean, it's still a little bit of a of – a, there's some risk there. And I think as long as Cam Newton is the quarterback, um, Harris's value is going to – is not going to be where it needs to be because he's not going to, you know, potentially get the, goal, the looks around the goal line. Um, you know, we saw Cam last year uh, – I believe he had – what was it, like eight rushing touchdowns, something along those lines. So if, if, if it becomes Mac Jones, um, then Damian Harris could be absolutely, you know, great value where we got him. But I think this is more of a structural pick than a pick that we're happy about. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm I'm pleased with our wide receivers. We have a Waller build, and I think between Hunt and Harris, we're not going to get horrific running back play. What are your thoughts? Yeah, a- a- agreed. Um, and I'm I'm looking at the room because I was going to say like it, it feels I'm not necessarily looking by round eight to have a starting lineup. Uh, we more or less do. We've got our one quarterback, our tight end. Uh, we got two running backs. We can fill that, and we can. We know we can fill our flex with uh, with our, our our four wide receivers. So we got Hopkins, Lamb, Cooper, and Smith. Having said that, 
there are a lot of people in this draft. And again, live on YouTube, we're showing it. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll pop that up on the board. Uh, or at, you know, when we tweet out on, on uh, uh, the, sh the show link. But I, you know, we got Team 1, who's got four wide receivers on the board. Uh, Josh, who let's actually bring him in now as we're talking about him. Uh, Josh, welcome to the show. We're just talking about the wide receivers on the board. You've got uh, five already, A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore, Higgins, Claypool, Chenault. And uh, you're, you're about to be up, so I'm not going to bother you yeah, but we'll we'll get into your stuff after you pick, and well, then uh, give us a sneak give us a sneak preview here, uh, Josh. Who, who are board. you considering? Who are you considering here? Um, two away. Um, right now, it's I'm still sticking with receivers. Um, you know that's that's the plan at this point in time. Um, yeah. I'm trying to unload through this point, uh, so it's just a matter of which ones are left based on what I like. Yeah, we really it, like it, your you you pit you posted uh i think last time we did this a really inappropriate picture of me that was never meant for distribution of me diving into the wide receiver cocaine uh so so one you know one that was that was not very nice and that was meant for your personal use only uh but looks like you're you're going with the wide receiver cocaine here I, i'm right there with you shally so yeah uh, I'm, I'm jumping i jump right in i like it no we we love your build um I love where you got Kittle. I love where you got A.J. Brown. D.J. Moore, we're both huge fans of T. Higgins. Um, Claypool, if Claypool hits like he could, your team is really, really dangerous. And then you kind of back it up with some LaVisca. So I love that build. And then Fuller as well. So you, you've really built a team that has a lot of firepower. Um, what, do you, what was your thoughts about getting Kittle where you got him? Uh, I was hoping that you guys were not going to go too tight end, Bill. Uh, and then we, I we get, thought about it. We were, uh, we were yeah. Very, yeah, we were considering that. Um, you know, I haven't seen a whole lot of Waller Kittle builds this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think where you got them, it's 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 just great, great value. Uh, I did one Waller Kittle build uh, oh, about nice. three weeks about three weeks ago, um, right around the nine sure. or ten hole. So that's nice. Yeah, that could that could really pay off. I mean, if if Kittle is has one of these years where he's like. 40 45 points ahead of tight end four which is totally in the range of outcomes then you could potentially really smash with a waller kittle start i just i don't know about you when i, when I go tight end tight end um i never i always feel like i'm trying to play, play catch up on two positions I, I agree i mean you you're automatically putting one in the flex uh and that particular build i took miles sanders in the fourth and then I went receiver the rest of the way because you're trying to smash in the flex. You're trying to smash at tight end and get one running back, right? That's going to, it's going to exceed expectations. And in the fourth mile Sanders is one of the few that has the potential. So. What are yeah, you got, coming up, Josh, you're, you're three picks yep. away. Um, you've gone wide receiver now for, uh, six straight picks and you you have one running back and, and your tight end is it, give us a sneak preview. Who's in the queue at the top. I, I doubt two and three are listening right now. Why well, I, I want, I want to talk about three in a second. Uh, and, and, and three at, uh, is, is in the guilds. in cause I, I think well, we no, get a little Darnell Mooney, Darnell Mooney when they are earliest. mad at a pick than guilds. So I, I want to talk about three's uh, eighth round pick. Uh, and that's exactly how I'm going to bring him in uh, uh, once uh, once Josh gets queued up here. I am I'm leaning, running back, <laughs> diving back in. Don't don't stop now. 
Um, I'm not sure you have enough wide receivers, though, Josh. I think you might have to pull the trigger again. <laughs> well, as they say, if you're going to go with a wide receiver build, uh, you just have to draft more wide receivers at, because one's going to bust, uh, one's going to get injured, and and you're going to need enough to to survive through through that challenge. So, yeah. all right. So let's, Josh. You're about to make your pick, but I'm going to add guilds to the stream. Guilds, what's what's going on? Glad you're here. First question, Darnell Mooney, 803, or uh, I guess 810, if you will. Give us your rant about Darnell Mooney. Yeah, you know, you know I, I don't know if this guy uh, follows me on Twitter, but yeah, I mean, I like Darnell. I don't like him that high, but, uh, no. you know. <laughs> I think that's a that's truly two rounds off his men. Uh, yeah. 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 It's, very, it's very, very aggressive. Let's put it like that. To be, to yeah, be nice. No, the number three here is the wild card of this room for sure. Just looking. Yeah. So we loved your digs. We loved your digs. Gibson start. Um, were there any other guys you were strongly considering at, 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 you know, at the turn right there, or was it when those two guys were available, that's what you wanted to do? Yeah. So I was playing around earlier on uh fantasy mojo, just trying to look for some unique stacks. And I was surprised to see uh digs and DK. There's not one, pairing in the whole tourney well so i was definitely considering that pair right there but then antonio fell i, I need more antonio shares i just cannot pass on that. and i was surprised also there's not much uh digs antonio combos in the tournament i was surprised by that but if you, you know it's really hard to pass up antonio anywhere in the second round antonio right now just seems like you're getting the nuts um that's a great pick right there i mean we we have a lot of Antonio. We we consider him at the ten spot as well. Um, and then you get your 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 Allen Robinson. I know you're a huge fan of uh, drafting Bears this season. Yeah, I'm high on the Bears and, and the Chase pick. I and uh, intentionally kind of reached there some just because I know he goes kind of end of fourth, top of fifth even. So I felt like he's not paired too much with with the digs and uh, Gibson and the early second kind of uh, combos there and. You know, I'm playing for those champ round spike weeks, uh, and he's got a nice champ round schedule. So if he blows no, up absolutely. In, those, in those postseason weeks, that's what I'm looking for. And, and we're, we're almost up here. I know, Guilds, you are too. But just to throw it out there, I don't know if you guys were listening earlier. One, one concept that we talked about is shaking up the ADP. So, Guilds, you just talked about it, right? Not a whole a lot of digs in Metcalf. One way to force that issue is if you're in the 12 spot, you can go after that. Okay, fine. But another way to do that is maybe to go after that in like the three or four hole. Mm-hmm. How crazy you are, are you, Josh, and Guilds willing to get the, some ADP plays in order to get those spike weeks yeah. and kind of yeah, shake up the, uh, the ADP? So we're, we're on the clock here. Oh, yeah, I guess we're on the clock. So, yeah. uh, Abib gets uh, Hollywood Brown uh, and Lamar Jackson correlation player. That's a great pick by Abib. Um, for his build, and I know he he knows we would have considered Hollywood here. Um, the, so, yeah, there's I, one I think, wide receiver that I want, and there's a so million think, running backs. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk I'm gonna talk you off it real quick because oh, I, th- I think that I think that if we take number one, I think number two will be there. And I know if he goes, I I I know it's it's a guy you want to get. So I don't know if I don't know if number one will be there though. And this is this is pretty late for number one right now. This is pretty late for him. And it, and it really feels a, a need for us. I, I just I just know I'm not getting number two. 
I say we take number right. one we'll, unless we'll you do want it. to do it. I'll let you pick this one, Shelly, because you deferred on the Kareem Hunt one. All right, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get my guy then. Then get your guy. Okay. I I wanted him and I got him. Uh, okay. I took so a you got, more. got I, the I think there's a lot of running backs here that are all in the same tier. Uh, I, I wanted Elijah Moore. I don't have a lot of Elijah Moore in these tournaments. Uh, I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe Gills tells me he would have taken him or not taken him. Maybe he won't reveal. But uh, I just don't think he was coming back. So which way are we going here, Gilds? Well, one guy for sure I'm taking here, and I, and I take him here pretty much all draft seasons. James Conner. Uh, exactly who I'm I go- wanted to take. That's who I wanted to take just now with um where we went Elijah Moore. But I understand your rationale, and this is late for him. I've seen him go in the eighth. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just wanted to point that one nah, out. No, it's all right. Yeah, and it, all draft season, if I see him even eighth, you know, ninth, he's uh, just in, especially if I'm going one or two backs only up until this point, I feel like as a third back, you know, and I'm just not an Edmonds guy. I've never been. I feel like, you know, we see that helium every every summer and just never pans out. So easy pick there for me. And, you know. And then which other way are you going here? So I think I'm going to fill my tight end just because, you know, I was hoping a couple of guys fell me earlier and there was a little run there at the end of the sixth, I think, yeah, into the seventh. I was hoping Higby might fall to the to the turn. But, yeah, I'm going to go Evan Ingram here. Future Jaguar. <laughs> just Ed. I don't have too much Ingram, so I don't <laughs> mind adding him here. And by the way, you guys, uh, the Devonta Smith, you know, that hurt me on the inside. I picked. Uh, we talked about that. We knew you were going to take him. Uh, it was, it was <laughs> like, but it was, we knew you were taking him as well. I um, was just sitting here. I'm like, uh, Devonta, come, come. I, uh, I, I actually, I actually felt bad because I, you and I had talked about that. And I told you, I, I don't have any exposure to him. And I was just like, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it where it hurts. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm no, going to take him. It's probably for the best. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting. Uh, no, but I like you got the you got the Chargers stack there at the end. The uh, the little Herbert Mike Williams. Yeah, play. I, I was surprised he fell. To be honest, Herbert ended the seventh. I mean, he's he's going a little bit earlier than yeah. That. Herbert Herbert in the late seventh or early eighth is is very very good value. Okay, so Gage went. Shelley, we're on the clock here. Um, I like one two or three. So, yeah, I, I prefer two or three uh, to number one as well. I would like to go with yep. number two. Yes, we, do it. We have like some three. Let's, okay, so we're going to take Darrell mm-hmm. Henderson, which is a high-end yep. handcuff for us, and uh, we're, yep. we both like him. So let's take him right here, lock him up. Okay, Josh, um, going back to you, I know you've got your, – your running back two right now is Tony Pollard. Are you looking to add another running back here, or are you going to kind of let the board decide for you? Quarterback? running back, which way are you kind of leaning? Uh, I'm definitely going to let the board kind of come to me in this situation. Uh, I have a few targets in mind um, between running back and quarterback. So I think it's just going to depend on uh, what be when it tied in. So the the running back that I think is coming, um, it may, if it got past him, it may make it down to me. Yeah. Yeah, Abib, Abib has a nice tight end combination uh, of Thomas and Troutman. I, I like that. I like where he got both. Um, I like Man, Troutman. Tra- Troutman's been coming. Troutman's been coming up the boards uh, yeah, a you lot. Get, I, you get, I, I, yeah, 
yeah, you get these Troutman people who are just going to push push it and you know take them in the eighth or ninth round. But when you get them in the tenth, it, it's it's very solid. Johnu goes. Okay, so Josh is Josh is coming up here. So the mic is yours, Josh. Why don't you talk about uh, your top of your top of your queue right now? Which guy are you hoping gets to you? Uh, is DJ um, okay. with the bill with the bill that I have? Um, you know, I want a guy who I know is going to get some work uh, early on. That's probably going to be one of the top three uh, target. Uh, guys inside of Houston, you know, between him and him and Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb. Um, so for me, in what I'm putting together, uh, I feel like DJ would be the right pick. Yeah, and I like that. I like that a combination. If you punt RB two, uh, and you go with a guy like Tony Pollard as your RB two, you get the guaranteed week one points. You might not know the usage of Pollard. You're hoping he pops. So I, I like combining kind of a floor play with the obvious ceiling of Pollard. That's that's yeah. right. You're you're, try, you're trying to get through maybe like week week one and two, knowing you've got some explosiveness that you need later on in the drafts. Yeah. And, and Theo, you're right. I mean, between Pollard and Henderson, I mean, I, I you know I'm a I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm going to take Pollard over Henderson. But I also got the week one advantage to decide what I want to do after Thursday night. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens from there. No, I, I I just I just like that the the structure of it. So your your team uh, team definitely has some juice. Let's uh let's put it like that. Okay, so team two goes with Herb Smith. So the team two has three tight ends. I think the Herb Smith uh, pick there is unnecessary when they've gone Travis Kelsey and uh and, and Goddard, Goddard already. Yeah, uh, I don't lo- I don't really love that. Yeah, and and team three is still going the uh, GYFG strategy. Get get, get your effing guys. Uh, it was Gabe Davis there, which like actually like isn't like. I mean, I guess it's a, it's a round off their men uh, the last five days. Their ADP is uh, 14-2. Again, all, I mean, all we've, gotten, we've gotten Davis in the in the 12th round. I prefer him in the 12th, 13th round. Late. Number yeah. one is working on a double a double correlation play right now. They've got the uh, the DK Russ, and they've got Stafford Cup. That's an interesting build. Um, I don't like taking Stafford there, though. If I'm the one there, eh, yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the. I don't like the doubling up on. I don't like the doubling up on uh, on QB there uh, either. But I understand the rationale if you're if you're really going to push those those correlation plays. You could have also gone with a. Um, you could have gone with Gerald Everett and got a little more exposure for for Russ Wilson. Uh, there's a number of ways he could have gone there. So yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but I understand it. Um, I, I team just two gets Kenny. Go, good. Yeah, I just think you're passing on too much value, right? You got Russ. You're playing Russ every week. I mean, I get it. You know, for his buy and maybe matchups if he gets hurt. I, to me, round eleven after you have Russ, yeah, I think I think you're losing too much opportunity cost in that spot. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. If you if you take a quarterback in the first six rounds, you know why why push it with the backup? But, so team three has gone kind of crazy with these uh, with the, the reaches. Uh, he takes Michael Carter in the fifth round. He takes Darnell Mooney in the eighth. He takes Gabe Davis in the tenth and Paris Campbell in the eleventh. I like all four guys, and I have exposure to all four guys, but he could yeah. have waited uh, a whole round or more on each of those guys. And Paris Campbell, um, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I've gotten my exposure to Paris Campbell in, like, the 15th round. Um, yeah. I think getting him in the eleventh is, is very unnecessary. Yeah, this, this guy's he hasn't been in many of these drafts, I don't think, yet. 
this might be no. his first call. It's very, <laughs> di- very diplomatic. Yeah. Very diplomatic, Andrew. That's a very well, diplomatic well, response. Yeah, I like these. Yeah, I like but these too, I just don't like it. You know, you don't need to take them this high. That's all. You know. No, I completely agree. Darrington Evans is shooting up draft boards. Um, and that was taken by our guy Josh. So, yeah, the the Rotoviz guys have been talking about Evans a lot. Um. I have a ton of Evans right now in, in NFFC, NFFPC right now. It's He's a high-end backup, and, and the market's kind of corrected itself where he's going to get drafted as a high-end backup, in my opinion. So nice. Team 5 goes double QBs. Um, I'm sorry, and, Josh. And we do have with Evans. I, I love that pick, Josh. That was good. We we do have a Beeb waiting in the wings, but let's, let's get through his pick. Let's get through our pick, and then uh, we'll, we'll bring him on when we uh, – uh, when we wrap around here in the uh, the even round, the twelfth round. Yeah, let's do it. So, Josh, yeah, I like I like what you've done with the the Pollard Johnson uh, Evans. Evans yeah. is kind of like a discount Pollard for you as well. So you get those two high end cuffs and a guy to get you through week one. I like that. Okay, so Shelly, it's coming up on us. I, I think yeah. one is the clock. One's a guy we both like. <sighs> Yeah, um, but I can, I can I can I make a case for number four? You can't. Uh, I, I, I like one, two, or three. And I think that we at least get one of them to come back to us. Unless you think that one is such a smash play, I like the idea of getting four as some upside exposure in some of the uh, as the season goes on. Yeah, I mean we're. I think I think there's a chance he might be there too. Okay. Um, I think structurally we take one, and I think four might be there when we come back around. Okay. All right. Let's okay, let's so go let's, one. Let's I, take let's take one. So we took Latavius. Okay, we done. took Latavius Murray to shore up some of our uh, running back room there. Yep. And so we get Henderson and Murray, two guys we really like as as high end handcuffs. Um. And I think that if I've said that I think if if Taysom Hill is the starter, Murray could be sneaky value if they go run heavy. Um. So we'll we'll see how that pans out. Um. Guilds, give us a little preview of who what who you're looking at here. Um in your queue yeah well i was going to take latavius if you guys i mean that was a nice pick here uh sure. great job Theo. Theo, you're you're reading guilds like a book <laughs> I, I did i wanted i wanted connor but i'm happy to get elijah moore because anytime we get elijah moore shelly is just i mean he's going to go to bed with a huge smile on his face so that's that's worth it with i would have been screaming if if guilds had taken elijah moore so i'm i'm happy that we lost connor and didn't lose elijah moore so so that sorry, was you, guilds which which way are you going here um which are two guys in the top of your queue? Ah, uh, Shelly, there we go. That's okay. It is, it is what fine. it is. All right, let's 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 remove the first instance of the guilds uh, from the stream, and maybe let's add at guilds guilds part two. Uh, disconnected there. All right, you guys are back. That's all right. Yeah, we're back. Which all way right. are you thinking? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm taking a running back here, but I I hate Ronald Jones uh, with a passion. I'm not going there. I'll let him fall to somebody else. <laughs> I'm gonna go Gus. Nice. Yeah, we had, Gus we is had in our, was in our queue. Was in our queue. Yeah. That's a good pick right there. Shelly, uh, is, is a beep? Is a beeb waiting in the wings? Yeah, here? so let me let, let's get through Guild's pick, and then uh, we'll we'll add we'll 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 do ours, and then we'll add a beeb right as uh, right as he's doing his. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, you know what? I have a lot of this guy. I think he's my most on player. 
but I, I just got a good feeling about it. I have a few guys every year that I have that spidey sense about, and this guy's one of them. You are up next. And you'll see. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I like Welcome that. I know, I know that's you're betting on Komet and Mooney a lot, um, Guilds. I think that that's a nice bet, a nice way to get those the the cheaper parts of the Bears' offense for when Fields takes over. Um, and, yeah, I like Komet. I mean, he's got a lot of similarities to, to Troutman in terms of, of value, and you get him two rounds later as a potential breakout tight end. So I like that selection. Um, okay, Shelly, for us. Yeah, we're up, we're up next, and then we'll bring uh, Abib in just a second. Th- thanks for hanging with us, Abib. So what do you, uh, so, I, I don't like one. I like two. I think t- you and I have been taking I, a lot of two, two though. Two is I think two is a no brainer for me. Um, oh, good. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, because I, I like his value, and we can talk about it a little bit after we take him. Um, five. I I don't even want to ever see in our queue again. I don't even want to mention the guy's name. Oh no! Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I just, I just can't do it. I just, I have, I have bad feelings towards him. Um, so it's interesting if um, you know, when you take Waller, you don't really need to get a tight end two, but there's a tight end two oh. we really like. I'm, I, I'm so happy. So let's talk about it. Uh, you know, the first of all, let's bring a Beeb in. Thanks yeah. for joining us. The, the, cha- the, the champ is here. The champ is here. <laughs> welcome, Beeb. Welcome, Beeb. <laughs> Oh god, I think I'm I think I'm on the clock almost. Uh thanks for having me guys. Nice yeah. to see you. Are you on the clock? Right, yeah, so we're thrilled to have you on. Um we I picked I picked uh Saquon and Michael Thomas and Carson, your picks. I, I had I had you picked on those Abib, and I know you're a big fan of Lamar Jackson, so that's a, a great build for you. And I like where you took Hollywood Brown, you get the correlation play. Uh so we, we like your team a lot. It's a it's a strong, strong build. Um Saquon gets to you um anywhere past seven you seem to be taking him auto auto pick at this point in the year is that uh, the case? you know it's, it's been like a roller coaster of emotions when it comes to saquon uh i think i started off extremely hot on him and uh you know i you know, tried to do as much research as i could regarding the injury and felt comfortable with where we were uh and then you know just time in the off season you know you just you know paralysis by analysis uh over analysis and so you get to a point where you just start to get a little bit concerned well is he really ready and then you know he, he had the recent uh interview where he didn't want to necessarily give a clear date of return or whether or not he was going to return off the pup and so i finally just got to a point where i was just like all right you know <laughs> i need to just settle in and just you know you know stop you know kind of waffling back and forth and i was just like look I'm going to have confidence that he's going to be ready based off of kind of what I have studied. And even if he's slow entering the season or maybe misses a game or two, uh, I think the additional game really helps us out in that, in that standpoint. Uh, and I just I just love the potential upside of getting a top three back uh, towards the back end of the uh, first round. So moving forward, yeah. yeah, he is a lock button for me. And, and Abib, so, with your with your last pick here, 1204, you took Devontae Parker. I, I had messaged – Theo yesterday, and I said, "Are, are we sure Devonte Parker sucks?" It, it, I don't it, think so. I know, it, it, but it feels like ADP says Fuller, Waddle, you got to go, and here you are. You're taking Devonte Parker. I, I, I just, I don't think that we're all sure he sucks. I think he's a great player, and I'm just, you know, the ADP isn't that. That's not what the ADP shows. So, what, what's, what's your perspective there? Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think it was, uh, you know, I think it was me being, you know, a bit reticent and uh, just just very hesitant to draft Waddle and Fuller where they were going. And I love Fuller. I was all over Fuller last year. He's one of my uh, uh, highest owned players. 
but you know, going into a new system uh, uh, and you know, playing with the new quarterback. In my mind, uh, you know, Devontae Parker, he was a, he was a number one or a, a first round draft pick not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, and even though he was slow to start, I, I felt like he figured things out and he battled some injuries last year. But, you know, he's that true X receiver, in my opinion. And I, and I think the fact that you add in a water, add in a waddle, you add in a fuller that really prevents defenses from really keying in on him. So I think that I think it almost gets easier for him. Yep. So. The narrative that I tell myself with this is, okay, you know, we really don't know what their offense is with Chan Gailey leaving and then bringing in sort of kind of the two incumbents to sort of kind of co, you know, uh, co-offensive coordinator. But you you would you can have some uh, percentage of confidence, <laughs> whether that's 50 percent or 40 percent, that the first read in the offense is going to be the X receiver, which I'm kind of labeling as Parker. So I'm telling myself a story where he's probably going to be the first read. Uh, and hopefully he sees the majority of the uh, uh, of the uh, you know targets going his way. You know, twenty to twenty five percent ideally. Uh, so I, I love the value there. You know, I think it's a it's an easy dart throw uh, that could really pay off. And he's shown that he's been successful. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I like think, it. I think, a, I think it's a great bet. And um, I, I I'll take it a step further. I think Jacecki's a little bit beat up right now too. Um, actually, in an NFFC the other night, I got Parker in like the 11th round, and, and you know it's a three wide receiver yeah, yeah. start. So I thought that was it was just stupid value. Um, so I think Parker, I think he could rise up a little bit um, if that Dolphins offense starts getting a little steam. So I think that's really good value where you got him. Um, and then we liked your Adam Troutman pick. Um, talk to us about Troutman. Is that a guy you're taking, or you just thought he was good value? Oh man, I don't want to answer that. How many people are watching? Okay, so we'll leave that. That's, that's, the, that's <laughs> no. the trade secret. Okay, that's fine. And, and no, actually, you know, the, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say shout out to JD in the chat room, uh, complimenting your your first and fifteen pod, which is is really an awesome pod. Um, we're really enjoying it. Um, listening to you guys, uh, so it's it's you know congratulations on, on having a good start with that. But yeah, go ahead back to uh, to the Troutman. If you if you want to divulge. Maybe like thirty seconds of Troutman for for the list. yeah no 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 I mean Troutman's not a secret it, it's funny because I was you know you know I were, you know we referenced the group chat uh, and I was you know I think I had like this epiphany like a few weeks ago I was like you know why why don't I have enough Troutman like why have I like not really kind of delved into this and you know everyone was like dude you were like so late like he's like literally like everyone is on Troutman so. You know, I kind of I, I did a deep dive in it and uh, I just love the situation. I love the vacated targets uh, in New Orleans. Uh, it's definitely uh, a bit of a gamble type pick. But given where he's going, I mean, I'm not you know, I don't I don't think you lose much, uh, you know, grabbing him there. And, uh, you know, looking back at his collegiate tape and uh, film, I know he you know, he's not at a major conference uh, school, but. I mean, he led them in receptions. He was like a red zone beast. So, uh, you know, I tell myself the story, you know, uh, his upside is, you know, potentially Jimmy Graham. If you think about it, uh, I should you know, cut that. <laughs> let me let me stop there. But that that's yeah. you know, so I, I'm definitely trying to get more Troutman because I think I'm underweight, uh, more underweight than I want to be right now. And yeah, I, I, we, we, we like Troutman. I mean, I think that all the reasons you said um and, you know, there's a chance that that number two spot is kind of up in the air there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troutman could end up being a very high, highly targeted guy, especially if it's Jameis. And then, Shelly, what were you going to say? 
No, in the uh, in the FFPC Revelations draft uh, in early May, I basically went naked Troutman, uh, sort of by accident, sort of by design. Basically, <laughs> all the tight ends were going crazy, and I was like, well, I guess I just enrolling week one with Adam Troutman as my uh, as my tight end one. And you know, as the offseason has progressed, that's that's maybe I luck box my way into it, but that's only looked better and better. Uh, J- Josh, uh, going back to you, you took Trey Lance here in the thirteenth round. Uh, you grabbed Rashad Bateman. I love that in the twelfth. Uh, how do you like your draft progressing there? Uh, I like the way it's unfolding here. Um, I was hoping to get somewhere between Bateman, Rondell Moore, Rager in that 12th round. Yeah. Um, betting that I could come back with Lance or for me, Fields. Um, I'm the last guy to take a QB. So, you know, I was trying to take on one of these guys that have a high upside if they take over the starting role um, going into the year or later on in the year. Uh, and I'll grab another quarterback somewhere else down the draft or even on waivers. I, yeah. I love the Lance pick there. Lance has started – the market's correcting itself on Lance. You used to be able to get Lance, like, after the 15th round sometimes. It seems like every draft somebody takes Lance in, like, the 12th or 13th these days, and I think he's well worth it. Um, and uh, with- I will actually give Abib – I'll give Abib credit. Abib, uh, when he came on the GOAT district, uh, brought up taking Lance as your QB1, and then you can easily add yeah, a veteran, yeah, veteran to get you through – um, until Lance is ready, so I like I like the where where you took him right there. Um, Abib, do you have a uh, a guy you're looking at here coming up to you in two picks? Uh, I will most likely not draw another quarterback. Yes, yes, I do. Uh, for me, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm likely probably won't even draft another quarterback to be honest. Uh, Lamar is usually that uh, you know the type of quarterback where it it's you know it, it hurts drafting him in the in the sixth because you're you're missing out on a positional pick, but it allows you now, to not have to draft multiple quarterbacks at that position. And I think so. Okay, good. Uh, I'm just going to show you. That's a good reaction to the pick that just happened. <laughs> good. Yeah, I'm just going to show up my uh, running back room here. Uh, you know, the uh, – We had, yeah, the, we had we, Penny queued up as well. Yeah, yeah. The recent Penny news is, you know, I think dropped his uh, ADP. Uh, but, you know, I'm, you know, he's been drafting him more as my handcuff. I think you know sorry when to I have interrupt you, Abby. We're, we're on the clock here. Um, sorry, sorry, I'm I'm okay with number one. Yeah. Do you want to just take number one here? I think it gives us yeah. I was going to say one, one or two, so that that works for me. One I'm, works. I'm one because we have a lot of two. Oh uh, yeah. Two. Fair, fair. That's so probably that's probably why I like him. We have a lot of them. Okay. Which uh, is coming up here there. as well. I can I can already tell you I can already tell you Guild is thinking a little bit about taking his guy Justin Fields here despite the the Herbert pick. So I'm going to I'm going to put him on a tell. Is that a yeah. guy in your queue uh, towards the top of the queue guilds? Yeah, you you read me right there, man. Definitely. Yeah. He, he, okay, he's getting, cool. He's, he's going to to me here on the turn. Just yeah. to <laughs> there you go. Okay. So I'm getting I'm getting pretty good at this reading boards and predicting not predicting your guys picks, but it's it's, it's Listen, cool. Fields wrong. is a great can... Fields a great pick. It's a great pick here, you know. I mean, I could be wrong for sure. I, I just got that feeling about this kid. He's, I could be wrong. I think he's no. And you, you've got. A, I mean, you've got a great theory about the, the the Andy Dalton leash. I mean, that that cannot be very long. And yeah. I, I think that you're you're on the train if he start. You know, Fields is starting week one, and Fields has got the rushing upside, and I think the offense has the upside, yeah. which is why you're on Komet. You're on the Mooney types. Of course, we we lost Guilds. Jo- jo- Josh. Yeah. I, Question for you because you went Lance. Have you have you been doing any Lance Fields here in the in the mid rounds? Uh, yeah, I, I, 
uh, I have multiple teams where I've just gone Lance or Fields as yeah. my tracks this early on. So, um, you know, I'm boots on the ground in Columbus, Ohio. So okay. <laughs> I prefer Fields, but, you know, with Kittle, I went with Lance. So I like it. So, uh, Shelly, for, for us, I think that um, I'll leave number two for Abib because he'll take him. Um, and I think we take number one unless you want to yeah. take number two here. <sighs> No, we got a lot. No, this this is so, so the the chat just made a comment, and I I've, I've somehow screwed up my windows here, uh, so I can't get to it easily. Uh, the, the number two currently is not our number two. Uh, the number two the last time we were around is now our number one. I think that we're going to get him here, um, and that's Kenneth Gainwell. We are going to smash Kenneth Gainwell here. Uh, I, I like this pick. There's some upside. Yeah, let's uh, let's take him. Up. So uh, so Beeb can take his guy here in the 14th round. <laughs> you guys are so nice. Go, go go ahead, Beeb. Go ahead, Beeb. We'll give you the gift for coming on the show. You can you can go ahead. It's, it's fine. I'll, I can announce a Beeb's pick. Pick. He's going to take Devont. Uh, did he take him? There you go, Devontae Booker. Okay, so yeah. we, you know me so good. well. It's good. Yeah. You know me so yeah, well. I listen. I listen to first and fifteen. I take notes. <laughs> Okay, so coming back around to you, Josh. Um, so with the Lance build, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you before. Are you looking to get another quarterback with Lance, or are you just gonna gonna roll the roll it and, and go single QB? Uh, since we haven't hit the preseason, I will I will go naked Lance, and yep. I will walk into the waiver period and, and draft or pick up a quarterback. Um, I like that. You know, I, I would rather have a positional player that I can make a decision on. Uh, come week one. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, and, and there'll be plenty of guys. Um, you know, anytime you go naked QB, somebody on Twitter attacks you for it. But it's it's the optimal strategy um, when you feel good about a guy. Um, mm-hmm. I, I hope they laugh at necessary. it. Right, so. <laughs> yep. I, I have one team that has uh, Fields and Lance only as my QBs. So... <laughs> I might not have a quarterback week one. I might have to pick up a guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was asking that question as you were coming in and out. I, you know, I, I threw it to Josh. It's like, you know, does anybody have any of those Lance those Lance Field teams uh, here in the mid rounds, uh, which I think were were fairly popular in that Scott Fishbowl contest, but uh, but maybe are are starting to be uh, slightly trendy here in the football guys as well, depending on when you can get them. Yeah, there's always there's always Sam Darnold in the revenge game against uh, against the Jets week one, always on every single waiver wire. So keep that in the back of your mind, everyone, if you need a week one streamer. And and the QBs are going like so late. I, I was just in the main. I, I got Wentz in the twentieth round of the main. I'm like, yeah, you know, I had Kyler, but at that point, I'm like, I, I got to take this guy. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I've seen Baker go in the twentieth a lot. Um, he wasn't even you know, a lot of these guys fall. A lot of these guys fall. Yeah. I just yeah, think I mean, you can get the guys with the ultimate upside, you know, the, the high ceiling, you know, you kind of have to shoot for the, for the stars, right, with fields and lands and just hope they hit when it counts. Josh, who are you looking at um, coming here at the, at the four pick? Uh, it was Gainwell and Booker, but uh, oh. <laughs> you know, with no. with with a uh, Abib and us in the draft, that wasn't gonna happen. So, uh, no, no, it, but, yeah, here? Booker was absolutely the guy that we were gonna take if it wasn't. Yeah, um, yep. yeah, it's probably Geo or Aguilar at this point. So, yeah, okay. What are your thoughts on Aguilar? I'm, I'm, you know, we, we're 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 seeing this sort of flip with Myers now going ahead of him, and he's kind of skyrocketing up boards. 
and sometimes you can get Aguilar like in the 19th round almost. I prefer I prefer Aglor. I like explosiveness. Although I look, I I acknowledge that the Jacoby Myers, like maybe he puts up a a nine for forty five or, or or whatever with all those short passes. But I just I, I I like the explosiveness out of Aglor, and I think that I'd be taking Aglor ahead of Myers. That's my position. Yeah, we share a brain on that. I mean, I I guess it, for me, I just go back to the contract and this yeah. what looks to be a new offense. So. I mean, how often are they going to really be, you know, running three wide receiver sets? How often are they going to have a slot receiver on the field? You know, are they going to uh, – is it going to be Aguilar and then, you know, another big-bodied receiver that's going to be mostly blocking and then the tight end? So uh, a lot of question marks. But, I mean, uh, there's been quite a bit of hype coming out of camp, so it's it's tough. Sometimes you can get both, you know, if you're – if you go, you know, RB robust and you're just in need of a wide receiver, then maybe just drop one, I guess, after the first few weeks. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I think you're right. Right, they're gonna they're gonna put both those tight ends on the field. That almost feels like what oh, at least over fifty percent of the time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're gonna see the Johnu and the Hunter Henry. So it's really a matter of how you how you fill out the rest of the position players, um, and, who, and, and who gets the playing time. We've seen Aguilar um, produce as a wide receiver three last year, mm-hmm. um, so he finished as as a wide receiver three, and they gave him a big contract. And the sample Myers have flashed, but his sample size is so small. Um, I'm willing to bet on Aguilar. Um, I don't have a ton, but he's certainly appealing. And you know, who knows? That offense could that, that offense could exceed expectations. And I think if one wide receiver is playable, I think it's going to be Aguilar. I think you could find guys like Myers on on the waiver wire and FFPC, mm-hmm. you know, regularly mm-hmm. as well. Okay, so Shelley's boy Ramondre Stevenson goes here. Sorry, Shelley, we will not get another uh, Ramondre share. That's it. That's okay because we already got Damian Harris. That there you go. There you go. And, and this is just like, I, Theo, I, I, t- I told you, every time I'm in a draft, Brian Edwards gets taken in the 13th, 14th round. And if I'm not playing the draft, I watch all these draft boards on Twitter. Look, he's not even like my guy. It's just like I like to draft him. He's sitting there in like, you know, the 15th, 16th. He always goes so early if I'm sitting there in the draft. And if I'm not in the draft, I'm just like, oh, he's undrafted. Oh, there he's in the 20th round. It's like, uh, it's absurd. But anyways, I had Brian Edwards loaded in our queue and now he's gone. So what are you going to do? Yep. You're just destined to never get him. Um, but no, that's, a that's, the way, that's the way it works. So, uh, Josh, you're going to go with Giovanni Bernard if he's here at the at the four spot? Yeah. Okay, and I like that pick a lot in the 15th. Guilds, here's a question for you. Have you joined any more uh, slow main event drafts? I know you just finished the two-hour one. You got any others uh, fired up? Nah, not, not yet. I think I might wait for uh... – the onlines to start, you know, the the regular onlines to kick off, and then I have the two live as well. I, I, yeah, I think four. I like I'm it. looking at total. Nice. And Abib, you just you just started a uh, slow main. Uh, so I did, yeah, I've done one solo. You've done one, okay. Uh, and I did a joint one with uh, Deo. Uh, that one's finishing up, and uh, uh, waiting on some others to join the next. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I joined a uh, a six hour one. I've been giving uh, Theo and the guild some updates as we go, and that one is like moving like seriously, like seven picks a day. It oh, is brutal in the six hours. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I I hate it, but you know. Oh my god! It's like somebody send help. It's fine. I I can't join the six hour. Yeah, I mean the two hours. <laughs> 
six hours and I'm in the 12 spot. So, you know, I, I get on the clock and it's like, okay, my like fun is over in like in an instant too. So it was a mess. There was actually a funny story in my, I'm not really a story, but there was a guy that was maxing out almost every pick early on. So of course I made a comment, you know, like in a chat, Hey, you know, would you mind speeding up the process? <laughs> yeah. So he responded back saying, you know what? Now I'm going to max out every single pick. <laughs> you know, making a big stink out of it. But the funny uh, part was after this happened, he like went on auto, like every pick. It was like the fastest picks he's ever made. Every time he was like auto picks. I, I don't know. It was like a reverse kind of, I don't know. I don't know what he was doing there. No, I, I, I like that. We had one guy in ours uh, who was just like, Hey, can we, can we flip the picks? Can we flip the picks? Uh, and I think someone told him like, Hey, it's summertime. Like, you know, let, let people draft. And he's been basically maxing out every time, I think, in some kind of like passive aggressive show and defiance. Yeah. Uh, so I, I thought that that was funny, too. It's just uh, the, 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 the joys of doing slow drafts with strangers. Yeah, I, I don't mind. You know, people are busy. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to go in the room, right, and you could see yeah. that log, they enter a room, they leave, yada, yada. And then you, you wait another two hours. To, like, just make the pick. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta crunch. You gotta crunch the numbers. Yeah, you gotta like, crunch the numbers. You gotta like play the scenario. Come on, just make the pick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm asking that much. And Josh, how about you? Are are you signed up for any mains yet? Uh, I have a live main scheduled um, right. right at the end of August. Um, looking to probably add two more to the mix. Um, right around that same time, so. Uh, it'll probably be max of two or max of three. Uh, that one I have scheduled is with uh, uh, a group of people right now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. nice. I like that. Now you are on the clock. Okay. So, uh, I, um, yeah, I love, first of all, I, I love the OJ Howard pick, uh, but we're on the clock, Theo. I, I would go with number two or number five. That would just be my preference. Yep. Um, I, let's I go, let's go two. let's go to, so we'll get, a, we'll get a P Ryan chair. Um, and then coming back around, I'm going to add a couple guys in. Uh, Gil, where are you looking here? Yeah, so when I'm at, you know, at this spot in the draft, I don't mind taking a D or, you know, and a kicker, actually, just because, especially when I'm in the 12 hole, I like to, you know, you're kind of behind the eight ball to start. So I like to, if I could gain an edge somewhere, I like to take it. So, uh, yeah, I don't mind going, you know, one of the top three kickers. And a defense who I think is going to be pretty solid this year. You are up next. By the way, Abib, good talking to you, man. Congratulations. And we never talked in person. Congratulations. There's a. I know. I'm just like. I never knew what you look like. This is awesome. <laughs> it's nice to put a you know put a put a put a name to a face. There you go. Yeah. All I'm missing some hair. That's it. <laughs> we're all getting there <laughs> yeah so shelly we're, we're coming back around here i i also like um number five our our defense i queued up i queued up the uh the patch defense i like yep. them before this defense run goes i think they're very appealing to me here um you are up next I like it. Do you want to? Yeah, let, let's go there. I, I queued up a, a couple of guys. I will just tell you naturally. I start to get a, a pit in my stomach thinking about how few yellow I see on our, our board. Uh, but I, I like the idea of uh, New England here, and I like their bye week too. 
Um, you know, presumably we won't have to stream if they're as good as we think that we are. Uh, set it and forget it. Let's let's yeah, let's set it and forget it till we. Yeah, go ahead and grab them. Okay, cool. I got it. Now you are on the clock. Which oh. way are you going, champ? I don't want to be left out of the defensive run here. <laughs> good job, Gilles. You did it. You did it. For the for the pod, or for, <laughs> we'll, we'll go ahead and do this for the all right for the live stream. All right. And, and since and since we got a, a, t- a ton of listeners, we got quite a few people in the stream. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on you know, wherever you get your podcast feed. You know th- these are fun. We do a few of these. Theo and I. This is our, our third one that we've done live, and just really appreciative of the guests that come on and participate in the nonsense, even though we're distracting them from from filling out their drafts. So, anyway, su- subscribe uh, here on the YouTube and uh, and on the podcast. What I'm noticing, I will say, I, I like what uh, I like what uh, Dave Dave Hubbard has done here at the seven spot. Um, he was able to get Brady quite late. He gets Brady in the eleventh round, um, so he has you know a, 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 I, I think that's great value. And his wide receiver core is strong, and I love the uh, the Eckler Chubb start. So I, I like Team Seven. Um, it's a it's an interesting build, and, and I like it. It. I, so so Hubbard's an interesting and look I, I can you call, call this a segment call it whatever you want but the the somebody knows something I think about the and in guilds this is one of yours from last year too like the Eno Benjamins uh, and who is that who is the Dolphins wide receiver slash running back somebody help me out with that dude's name that everyone liked from Kentucky Ben Bowden. Yeah, thank you. Oh yeah, Lynn, yeah, e, Lynn. you know, you know, Benjamin, Lynn, Lynn Bowden, like th- those guys were just like you know, once like the maybe the Gildses and the Abibs and the Hubbards and the the Seuss's of the world started taking them. They just started rocking up the the, the, the boards. Now I know we're not going to give anything away because we're sort of in that time, but I'm squarely putting starting to see these Allison picks move forward and forward in the drafts and ADP in the the somebody knows something bucket. Uh, or the or the hey, that's a great pick that I want to steal in future drafts bucket because uh, I've I think been seeing was, more of those picks uh, as been going along. So of course it's Hubbard who does it again here in this one. Yeah, so Olison is is has kind of lapped um, JB and Hawkins for a while. I just think people there's there's a lot of people who are just not betting on Mike Davis, and I think that um, whoever wins that backup job in Atlanta is, has some appeal to them. So um, it's interesting. I mean. Hawkins, people were, were excited about, even though he's an undrafted free agent. Um, and now it's kind of Olison's getting a little buzz in Atlanta. So I, I, I can see it. I, I drafted Olson earlier this week in an NFFC draft, but I got him super late, like, you know, 18th round. So 15th is uh, probably where he's going to end up, the way it's looking. See, I was looking at the guy he took after and just now. In the signal, I've been taking a lot of him also, a lot yeah. of yeah, Elijah's, Elijah, Elijah he's Mitchell. He's a stud. It's it's crowded, but he's a he's certainly talented. Um, Elijah Mitchell has a lot of appeal. Um, you know, we just need Cisco backfield. It's just so crowded right now. But uh, but Mitchell Mitchell's good. He's a good player, and uh, he can catch the ball. So he's he's appealing. And I just don't, you know, Shanahan can go any way, you know, whatever the flavor to week it. You know, if this kid has a, you know a nice few carries, turns into a big half, and next thing you know, he's a staple in that backfield and you're like wow he went pretty late and, and i like josh what you just did you just grabbed jv and hawkins there in the 16th round so you, you've basically gotten you know two of your guys you, you said before your 14th round pick aglor bernard you got them both 14 15 now you've come back as we're kind of talking about the mike davis allison situation you grabbed uh 
JB and Hawkins. We got a kicker run. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think for me, the the way the board lays out, this was kind of the plan. Um, once I only went one running back, grab a few around nine through 11, uh, come back around and get some sort of handcuff set up. Would have preferred Eliza, Elijah Mitchell over oh. Hawkins, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to take what I get at this point in time. Yeah, I mean, Hawkins is – there's there's appeal to him. Um, you know, Sean Siegel of Rotoviz uh, is talking him up every chance he gets, and his argument is, you know, the fact that he, he was undrafted should not play into it. Um, you know, pre-draft, people were high on him. The landing spot is good, and he thinks that he could be, you know, a potential Philip Lindsay of, of this group. So I liked Hawkins at Louisville. I certainly don't like that he was undrafted, but – Mike Davis and Quadriolison, that's nothing scary about that, in my opinion. Yeah, he's a joystick player. So, you know, I want I want guys that uh, have that capability late in their draft. Um, you know, and if they bust, you know, they're they're onto the waiver wire and onto the next one that comes up. Hey, really quickly, somebody say uh, somebody mentioned the uh, the letters FFPC real quick. FFPC. Nice. Hey, speaking of FFPC, it's where we're drafting. Uh, they got, they got these great tournaments that the football guys, the main event slow drafts are kicking off two hour, six hour. We just talked a little bit about that. Uh, if you want to drive yourself crazy, do the six hour ones. If you want to have a better time, do the two hour ones. Um, we've got the champion here. One of the last two football guys that we're drafting tonight, but they also have $5 best balls. They've got a new best ball tournament for 125. I think the grand prize on that is 100,000. I think that everyone in this room has done a couple of those. They've got dining. High stakes, low stakes, any, any way to get your fix. Uh, draft with internet strangers. They become your internet stranger friends, and sometimes they join uh, internet stranger podcast with you. And that's what we're doing tonight all through uh, and because of the FFPC. Uh, so great and natural segue, Theo. Appreciate it. FFPC is a sponsor of the show, uh, and they do a great job. And obviously, we, we love to play there, uh, even if we have the master of FFPC complaints on uh, in the guilds. <laughs> so, Josh, Josh went with uh, Jacob Harris, and I'd like to I'd like to get back to and hear his thoughts on him. Um, but which way are you looking, Abib, with your structural build here? Um, probably going to try and grab another running back, likely, uh, and, and or a wide receiver. So I'll be I'll be going for one of those positional players. And then so getting back to, to Josh is 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 Harris a guy? Um and I'll give uh I'll give Deo on first and fifteen uh, a little credit. That's that's his guy. He, was, he liked the profile of Harris. I enjoyed his thoughts on him. Um Harris is 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 a freak athlete, uh UCF guy. Josh, do you think he could make an, an impact this year, or is that just the just the just the guy you're taking shots on, or what's the rationale for that pick? Yeah, he just fits the profile of a guy I want to take a shot on in the in the FFPC. I mean, his metrics from an athletic standpoint, his physical size, um, you know, those are the kind of targets yeah, I like to go after and to see what what can hit or not hit, you know, coming out of yeah, so whether it's a Logan Thomas type, um, you know, or or this Jacob Harris that's somewhere between tight end and big receiver, like a Claypool. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping to see something come out of it. Yeah, I think it's uh it's interesting and, and he's I mean, 
athletically, there's there's nothing wrong with with, with uh, him at all. Um, so it, it's it's interesting. They can Theo, they take before we get too far, we we are on the clock. So if, if oh, you want to grab, so let's, uh, I think we I think we stack up the um the kicker quarterback correlation there, and we yeah, go like with, with Greg the leg. So let's yeah. take a little Greg the leg and, and bet on these Dallas Cowboys score a lot of points. Um, yeah. So I mean, Harris is it's interesting. It's an interesting uh, pick. Um, and I wonder if he's going to ha- get a little buzz in, in camp. And if not, you took him in the 70th round, it's not going to do anything to you. And, and he's a guy who can make a decision on pretty quickly early in the season. So, you know, if, if he hits, great. If not, you know, he, he goes to the waiver and you're you're in week one or week two trying to find somebody else to backfill that spot. So yeah. at the end of a draft, I, I would rather take shots on guys like that that have a big upside if they hit. Uh, and if not, I can make a, a quick decision. And Josh, to put you on the spot because it's important to make all guests feel comfortable. How much? How much percent of that pick was was just to impress in front of a beeb, knowing that uh, one of his co-hosts, Dale, loves the uh, loves the pick. <laughs> I know, but I'll say I don't think I don't think a beeb loves Harris. I think no, I know it's Dale. That's 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 yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I, this is the first time I've met a beeb, so I, I, not nice to meet you. But I, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you're sharing a mind with Dale. Uh, best of luck to you. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> come on, Beanie, that's a tight end whisperer. That's a tight end. Whisperer, he is a tight end so, whisperer. So, I mean, so that's probably a good thing. Yeah, so, so you got to so factor that in. I play a lot of dynasty, so uh, you know he's been uh, like in dynasty. So no, I just being an asshole as per usual. Uh, so so uh, in the seventeenth round, Hubbard also goes with Dokes. I think that he's been another one, Thea, that you know you and I have been taking. I think both in Dynasty. I have, I have, I have probably be on Dynasty and and uh, yeah. NFFC and FFPC. I'm probably ninety five percent exposure on Dokes. So when he wins the job in in the preseason, it's in Champagne Pop in the Greminger household. Uh, it's a it's a crowded backfield. Malcolm Brown's there. Gaskins have the job right now, but Dokes is a beast, and uh, I hope he gets an opportunity. He's the kind of guy that could really tear up those preseason games. Uh, I think he's got talent, and um, I hope he gets a chance this year. And uh, I like seeing uh, Dave Hubbard take him. Yeah, I mean, put put that in the somebody knows something bucket. I mean, once he starts creeping up from that 18, 19, 20, right, the kicker defense range, once, once we start seeing those lottery tickets start move up into the – 13, 14, 15, 16, like that's when you know that these guys are starting to trend uh, probably because, you know, and again, like it's, a, it's okay to steal ideas. That's the way life goes. Uh, but right. He's definitely one of those picks. I think is going to start to get stolen and be pushed up ADP. I'll, I'll say guilds. I like the Hayden Hurst pick a lot. Um, I had him queued up. Um, I think that, you know, he, at this, this late in the draft, Hurst is a, is a, is a great value. All right. We're, we're on the clock for you. So, Shelly, I wouldn't mind taking a stab at, at number four um, or number two. Um, I'm, I, I don't think he's going to win the job there, but I think he'd have a, a slight chance of winning that Jets running back job. I think Ty yeah. Johnson might be. A, let's take a Ty Johnson share. Yeah. Now you are on the clock. I, I, I do I do want to talk about a little bit, um, and I know you're about to be on the clock, uh, Abib, but I I like the Josh Kelly pick. Um, I'm interested. First of all, I have a ton of Eckler, uh, slightly an unhealthy amount. was taking him probably too early in the first round. Um, but I also like the idea of a Josh Kelly if I'm not taking Eckler. Um, and I think that there was like some like, 
strange layer roundtree buzz uh, or, earlier this week. What 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 are your thoughts there? Because I, I like the idea of taking these shots on the Chargers backfield as well. Um, even though I know that Josh Kelly had some like confidence issues or some fumbling issues, yeah. did not endear him at all to a previous coaching staff. Yeah, so you know, I'm I'm I think we all kind of understand that there's probably going to be some value uh, with whoever the uh, a back is <laughs> not to throw out that term, but whoever, whoever the complimentary back to Eckler, like, you know, there's, yeah. there's potential value there. Uh, and so trying to identify that person, I think is, uh, is tough. Uh, so, you know, there's, you know, obviously we've heard that Justin Jackson may get cut and I think that's more just kind of beat writer, you know, speculation than, you know, but there, maybe there's some truth to that. Uh, but Josh Kelly just seems like, you know, he's he was a rookie last year. Uh, we kind of rewind back to training camp buzz. He was getting a lot of positive, you know, reports, uh, you know, things, you know, terms like he's dominating camp, you know, and it appeared as if they wanted to, you know, have him uh, be that complimentary back to start the season off. And, you know, he just wasn't ready. So, yep. I mean, it was COVID, not much of an off season. Uh, he's a rookie. Uh, so, you know, it's one of those, you know, late round picks that, you know, maybe if he kind of figures it out, maybe with an additional off season, you know, maybe, you know, maybe hit a little bit of lightning in a bottle, uh, with, uh, with a late round pick. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And he had that one sick, uh, jump, like goal line drunk, uh, jump drill in a uh, hard knocks that definitely <laughs> yeah. him for, uh, for a couple of drafts last year, once I saw Hard Knocks, there's there's nothing like getting suckered into the Hard Knocks, which is, uh, which is why Theo, I love that we're drafting Cowboys in this one because I think <laughs> that all the Cowboys are going to shoot get the Hard Knocks bump uh, here shortly. So I think it's a, a, a get them all we can before they all get like you know half round bumps. So what are we thinking here, uh, Josh? Do you have any give us a sneak preview? Yeah, I'm looking um, at another tight end. Um, I think there's kind of several in this range, whether it's Dan Arnold, um, Tyler Conklin, you know, Dalton Schultz, Jordan Akins, you know, one of these guys. Um, I'm leaning towards Schultz just as another, you know, week one decision point. Um, I was considering O.J. Howard. Had he come back around, um, you know, as a, as a, a guy I can decide, you know, to, to put into the lineup on week one. Um, so if Schultz is here, I'm, I'm probably going to go Schultz. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting. I mean the the Jarwin Schultz um, it seems like a lot in the fantasy community think that the that it's decided it's Jarwin, but nobody's really said that out of Dallas. And I think that Schultz is good enough that it's going to at least be a competition. So I, I can see him being a factor this year. Hey, Guild. So you you drafted Javante Williams. We have another somebody knows something pick. You know, you know Hubbard's doing the four in a row here of these like. You know these these running backs that make you think a little bit, and again, stealing their ideas for later. It was Mike Boone. I'd say Theo. I I know that I think that maybe you and I were drafting, or maybe, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm lumping you in, and you don't want to be involved. But I was taking some Mike Boone earlier this off season. Obviously, Javante Williams slowed that down at least for me. But I think maybe there's some rumblings that if if Melvin Gordon gets cut, maybe Mike Boone's like back in the fold. You know, Gilles, how are you? I mean, you drafted Javante Williams, that's why I'm throwing it to you. Any any thought on like the Denver backfield and kind of you know how you're viewing that situation? Is that why you're high on Will you know Williams because you think Melvin may be out of the picture? Not necessarily. Or is it just value? You found value and you went for it. Yeah, that and you know I think he's going to be 
special player. I do. I, I, I could see his arc kind of similar to Jonathan Taylor last year or even Swift where it might be a little frustrating early on, you know, and as the season progresses, he starts to get a bigger role. If not, I mean, if Gordon's cut, obviously, he's the guy from, from week one, and that would, that would be massive in, in round six. I was actually surprised he lasted to this spot because he's been rising uh, in recent boards. Uh, yeah, one, once he fell to that five six turn, I, w- I was smashing that pick. But yeah, yeah I, I think I think he got to you at the at the six because we couldn't take Hunt and uh, Javante. Uh, but yeah, he was definitely definitely loaded up in the queue there for us. Thought about it. Yeah, I've yeah. I've continued to I've I've taken a, a fair amount of boom this year, and uh, a shout out to Dan Williamson of the goat district. Uh, Dan's been on the, on the Boone train for a while. Um, you know, if anything happens with Melgo, then Boone becomes a, a very, very appealing, um, you know, zero RB type guy and high end handcuff because, you know, Javante, nobody, Javante, I agree. You know, he has, he's got a great shot, but um, I wonder if they would slow his, his, you know, work the few, first few weeks, mix in the second back. So Boone, Boone, uh, you know, he was like, everybody loved Boone. Um, as a preseason guy, and then he let everybody down with that one. Um, I think it was a was like a, a week fourteen game or something like that, where you know it was he was he had the whole workload in, in Minnesota, and Amir Abdullah took the work away from him, and guess he soured on him. But yeah. Boone is coming back around to being a draftable guy, so it's interesting. Very interesting with Boone. I took him in an NFC NFFC recently, and I have him in a few FFPCs as well. Yeah, and you see him on the field. I mean, he he flashes, right? I mean, he's got Mr. That first- Mr. Preseason. He dominated preseason year, for years. Yeah. For two years in a row, he just ripped it up. Yeah, he's got yeah he's got that that burst. He, he kind of jumps off the page when you're watching him. So yeah, I, I, it, Gordon's. I mean, that's a that's a that's a great pick for sure. Yeah. So so we're in the nineteenth round. Um, I love playing this game called Who's the Rake. We, we absolutely have to be mean here a little bit. We have to pick one team structurally, picks wise, whatever that we didn't like. The good news is, always, always give people an out. Look, you can, you can just put it back on Theo and I and say, hey, you guys are the rake, and that's okay. That way no one's feelings get hurt because we, we know you guys won't mean it because uh, obviously our team is not the rake. Uh, but let's, let's start to be a little bit mean as we kind of wind down the draft. And along with being slightly mean here, uh, again, all in good fun, though. Liz asked, and of course, every time I post a YouTube comment, it covers up the guild's face. Uh, so apologize for that, guilds, uh, ever so slightly. But uh, Liz asked, side action, does, does Team 3 take a third quarterback here? So I don't know if anybody wants to use uh, use this as a segue to calling Team 3 the rake, but but as we're kind of winding down our picks and kind of firing up our last guys, uh, you know, any any thoughts with who we think uh, a, a surefire rake here? So let's be, let's be mean. With a smile on your face. I mean, I, I think three was yeah, good, unconventional of, of the draft, I think. But even that owner took guys I, I like a lot. They, they just a lot sooner than I would have. But honestly, this this draft is, you know, it's pretty uh, vanilla. It's been pretty tight, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not anything that is not in like your last draft or whatever with the, with the- oh, no. <laughs> that was such a mess. Yeah. yeah. I I enjoyed I enjoyed the last draft more than this. Um you know, a little too much competition in these streets tonight. The last draft was uh the last last draft, Dave Hubbard and Billy Muzio split a team that turned out to be an awesome one. And we had an awesome team as well. So the value and, kept falling and falling. Uh this one And Thea, I mean, we're we're on the clock. Do you want me to just take a guy? Because I absolutely will take a guy here. I I'm sorry. I was actually looking at the a quarterback for, for our, our bye week 
um because Dak has the early buy um g- g- gross no no second quarterback yeah. no then go ahead you could take I prefer two but you're calling. all right let's do two I, I can't believe he's lasted this long. James White? That's, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so 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 it's been a pretty tight draft. We agree. I don't think there's been anything crazy. I think you, you brought it up. Team, team three, right? They took a lot of guys ahead of ADP, but it's really hard, right, in these default people for getting their guys. Uh, so, so, so un, un, understood it, you know, anything else that catches somebody, I may, maybe not even just maybe, maybe being mean, maybe not even rakes. So if we want to be nice to people, any, anybody that did something that like interested you as we went through the draft, either from like a game theory perspective or, uh, or an interesting build that they put together and catches anybody, anybody's eyes. I think that, um, you know, from a tournament perspective, I, I wonder how many McCaffrey Ridley teams there are right now. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, so I think that a McCaffrey Ridley team could be a potential, you know, wide receiver one overall and running back one overall combo. Um, I really like what, what team one did uh, up through, you know, the eighth round. Um, you know, I'm just not a huge four net guy this year. I. I don't think I'll have too much, and I think they they could have avoided the Stafford pick. Um, but I like I love their start. Um, and then you know, other than that, I thought you know Hubbard's got a good team. I thought Josh has a ton of firepower. Abib yeah, has I, is a good team. Um, so so pausing you know, on Josh, Josh, I love what you did. The, the Kamara Kittle, AJ Brown. The more AJ Brown slips, mm-hmm. uh, I just love him at that three hundred four play. And then of course you. Followed it up with guys that I, you know, I, I I take all the time, especially in the fourth, fifth round, the DJ Moore, T Higgins. So I, you're on and give you give you compliments here. I I absolutely love what you did. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I have a type, it. I have a type when it comes to receiver, right? And it kind of shows in the types of players that I pick. Um, yeah. You know, I think the one I debated the most was probably Higgins between Mike Evans, and I've picked Mike Evans uh, or T Higgins in that kind of spot before. And so this was just kind of a, let's go with Higgins this time. Um, yeah. But I think that was probably the hardest pick uh, you are out of this uh, draft so far. Yeah. Let's make, and we'll continue. But Theo, you want to make our last pick and then. Yeah. Um, it's gross. I mean, I'll, I'll throw a guy. I, I, if you want me to just I'd draft like a, a guy, I got him. No, I, I would I would like another quarterback, but if you don't want to do another quarterback, then uh, I I like I like your your guy your guy Pringle here um, as a twentieth round dart throw run uh, wide receiver. Okay, let's do that. I like that much more. Okay. Than, uh, let's take him. Now you are on the clock. Yeah, I was between him and Tony there at the end. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just slim pickings here. Um, yeah, I thought that I thought that the, this draft was pretty tight. I mean, there was a lot of value that was that was pushed up and, and sucked up. And I think we talked about some quarterbacks that may be falling uh, in other drafts. And I think that they were all taken right. That the Wentz's, the uh, Tua's, the Darnold's, you know, they're all they're all gone in the eighteenth, nineteenth round. Uh, so, so Josh, just just sticking on your draft, and maybe we start to do a quick team review here as as we slow down. Uh, Josh, we'll continue with yours then. Uh, you know, I, I want to get your thought process a little more on like the Higgins and Evans because I, I tell you, I love Higgins. I would take Higgins, you know, 10 times out of 10 if he's in the fifth round. Having said that, my expectation would have been that Evans would have been gone, you know, long gone in the fourth by the time I have to come around for that decision. So I'm just interested in just like, you know, I, 
seeing Evans that late, I, I wonder if I would have gone Evans in that situation only because it would be so rare to have him found there. But wanted to get your perspective there. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. And I, and I think that's I, that was probably the one I, I spent the longest trying to decide what to do. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and yeah, ultimately, I decided to go Higgins because I looked at my shares and what I have so far. And so yeah. I okay. tried to smooth that out at that point. So, um, you know, so it, it, it really kind of boiled down to that at, at that stage. Nice. Uh, before I move off your team, uh, any any regrets? So I don't think that Higgins or Evans is a regret. Any, any regrets as we uh, as we went through the draft? Just to ask the question. Any any in the moment self reflection? Yeah, uh, I th- I think that uh, the Claypool pick too was kind of. I was trying to hope for you know Sutton or Fant to come back around. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to pull. I didn't really want to pull Chenault all the way up. But once those two went off the board. Um, I decided to pass on Herbert there um, and go with Chenault to stick with the the robust receivers, you know, through that first eight rounds. Um, so that was kind of another really decision point for me that, you know, if it hopefully that pays out, you know, plays yeah. out be a good pick. Um, but, uh, you know, that was the other kind of maybe regret that might might turn out to be a negative for me. Nice. All right, B, over to you. What would you like about your roster? You know, any, anything interesting that you did along the way that you're not typically doing? Um, we'll start there. Uh, no, just a typical boring build. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, nothing, nothing sexy. Just, uh, you know, uh, I, I like to kind of balance build. I like to kind of be able to anticipate, you know, what's coming back at me in the next round. And then if something uh, falls, you know, it's kind of like a, a lovely surprise. Um, you know, for me, I just, you know, the first and second round are just hard. I mean, it's, there's just so many players that like, you know, I, you know, I can tell myself a great story on and trying to figure out who to pick in the first round and specifically the second round is really, really tough. I mean, it was tough to pass on Waller. Um, Mm -hmm. and then I was strongly considering Ridley, but, because I drafted so early and I was getting Ridley at, at points in the third round, it's, you know, you know, maybe, you know, I know I need to sort of kind of get over that, uh, but it's hard to, you know, you know, pull the trigger that early in the second, even though it's appropriately priced. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, all in all, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly happy with the draft. Uh, I, I like that Michael Thomas fell to me. That was a, a, yeah, that was a good one. So that really kind of made the draft for me. And I think uh, allowed me to be able to uh, kind of maneuver my way through and, um, yeah, and, and create the build that I was uh, hoping for. Nice. Any 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 regrets or any like uh, call them like n- nervous tummies picks for you, where you just like you know you're on the clock and it was like the you know one of your toughest picks, you know, outside the first round, right? Because like you know that's that's yeah. you trying to mix up exposures or you just you know trying to do what. Was there anything else as the rest of the draft fell that you were like really stuck between a pick or maybe even you know something that maybe turned into a regret there? Yeah, the, the fourth round pick, you know, you know, I, I love Robert Woods. Uh, so you know, trying <laughs> yeah. to decide between him and Chris Carson. Uh, I almost went Robert Woods just because I've been seeing uh, Miles Gaskin fall in drafts. And he's someone that I, I think I'm kind of coming around to. But uh, I was hoping that, you know, someone in that tier of uh, wide receiver twos, like that bottom tier would fall to me. And I and I got lucky that, you know, one of them did in Deontay. So mm-hmm. he's like the last guy in that tier for me. So that ended up working out. So I you know, ended up. But the Logan Thomas pick was tough. Um, you know, maybe a little bit past ADP. I'm not sure where I'm at on uh, Logan Thomas. Uh, I don't mind it. He's a nice, stable tight end. 
but that, it was tough to kind of pass on some of the other wide receivers there. So that was probably the most difficult pick. Yeah. And, and before we get to the Gills, I mean, I, I mentioned it. I, I have a, a naked, again, for better or worse, na- naked Troutman team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if you did pass on Thomas, right, if you if you grab one of those wide receivers, are you, you know, I, happier, sad? Like, would you have felt comfortable going Adam Troutman, or do you think that would have, like, maybe changed your whole board as the as the draft progressed? Uh, probably, he probably would have been one of my first tight ends off the board, but I probably would have, you know, instead of going like, you know, Alexander Madison or Devontae Parker, I probably would have loaded up on a few more. Else. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like some, you know, some people, you know, uh, some tight ends with the higher floors. Uh, but I think, you know, getting Logan Thomas, you know, get, kind of affords me the idea of being able to get Troutman and then taking a few stabs later on. I think probably my, uh, my nervous pick was a Jordan Aikens pick. <laughs> <laughs> did, 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 it was, was that where we distracted you from the draft being your primary focus? Uh, maybe a little bit. I don't, I don't hate it, uh, but I, I can tell you that's probably my first Jordan Aikens share. Uh, he's come up in discussions recently, yeah. so that, that's part of the reason. Uh, you know, a lot of vacated targets there, you know, potentially a tight end friendly uh, offense, and they've lost some. Uh, the major, you know, some of their tight ends from last year that produced in that offense. So we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? I like it. Awesome. Thank, thanks to me for sharing. All yeah. right, Gilds. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for the time. No, it's right. great having you on. Gilds, your, your draft review, you promised in the DMs that you were going to mix it up a little bit. I, I know we kind of o- opened it or, I, you know, we asked the question. I don't think we really ever addressed it. So maybe, Theo, good good pin to put in a, a future conversation. But, you know, mixing up ADP, forcing unique builds, um, you went with the Diggs Gibson start. You know, what'd you like about this out of the twelve hole? What'd you do differently that you wouldn't normally do? Yeah, you know, it's just tough out of the twelve. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's already. You know, every time I look at it, I'm like, you know, we'll see what happens. You really have to hit or be in a soft draft to love your team. I want to say, and this obviously was not a soft draft by by any stretch. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the beginning. I like, you know, the Antonio Gibson with those receivers. I mean, strong foursome receivers right there. And yeah, Mar Chase again. That that was intentional reach there, just because you know he's not he's not found in that area of the draft much at all. Yeah, not going to see that. You know, the digs and and the Chase combo and you know Chase. I know people. You know, I'll tell you right now. I'd rather have Higgins or or Boyd two rounds later, but I'm eyeing those those late weeks those champ weeks and if he hits and you got a guy like Diggs with him there's not gonna be many teams that have that combo so um you know it's kind of looking you know on one hand at the league but you know also looking at the, at the championship rounds as well they 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 have it I'm, I'm gonna get it wrong of course they had that game against the cowboys right in like the big money week is that what that shoot the shootout week that, that everyone's got the eyes towards the chiefs i think is, week. is, it, the, is it okay okay so yeah that's definitely sticking in my mind yeah so yeah. i mean you're I mean, that could be 45-42, right? That, that game, if not higher. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely trying to grab a piece, whether it's the Chiefs or Cincy, just just in the back of my mind, having something of that big week 17 because, you know, that's where all the, you know, the money goes to up front, you know, is, is that championship week. So um, that's always a part of my draft plan. Um, so that's kind of why I went chase there. Uh, Javante again falling to to the five six is not something you really see much. That's straight value, yeah. He's going in round four. Uh, you know, I've seen. Yeah, that. yes, yes. Yeah. It's 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 almost as if like Gills, you could flip that Michael Carter who went uh, yep. what five three with Javante Williams basically from an yep. expectation standpoint. Yep. 
And then Herbert at 712, again, I mean, he's not really fallen that far, you know, in, in recently. So, I mean, that, to yeah. me, that uh, an auto pick. And then just paired him with Mike Williams, maybe get something there, uh, some fireworks in, in the champ rounds again. And, you know, the rest is kind of pretty much just cookie cutter, just kind of took what, what fell. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it it has options, you know, it's got a uh, potential for sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not one of my favorite teams by any stretch, but no. You know. So, 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 uh, you know, I asked some of the other guys, the, the nervous tummies pick or the regret pick. Um, let me change it up just slightly. Sometimes I feel when I'm out of the 12, you know, my, my life is so dependent on what 11 is doing, right? <laughs> was that, was there anything that, uh, that 11 was doing that was tripping you up or did you have like a, a really nice, uh, an 11 that was like really good to you that, you, that, you, that you felt was like, okay, maybe they're sniping like, you know, one of my two picks, but basically I'm just not getting absolutely crushed pick after pick. Yeah, you know what? The, not really. At all. There was one pick, the Ebron, in uh, what was it round seventeen? I was looking at it as, as a third yeah. title. But yeah, we were not on the same guys for the most part. I guess J.K. Dobbins, if he passed on him at three four, that would have been hard be to pass on. I feel like at that, at that turn. Yeah, for the most part, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't taking the guys I was really targeting. So yeah, yeah, it wasn't too bad in that respect. I like it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see it. Theo, I, I just talked a lot that, you know, we've still got Josh and Guilds on, so I appreciate you guys hanging with us. Theo, anything else for Josh and Guilds, or do you want to recap our team real quick? No, I love drafting with you guys. I really appreciate you guys coming on and Abib as well. Um, I enjoyed talking to you guys on Twitter, and it was it was really nice being able to speak to you, you know, face-to-face, and I respect both of you guys a lot um, in, your, in your team builds. Um, yeah, I mean, our, our team was – it's our first Waller share, Shelly, that we have together, so I was thrilled about that. Um, D-Hops, we could have gone a number of ways, but I'm happy to have a D-Hop share there. And then, you know, we're betting on that that Cowboys stack. Um, and, you know, I, I like three out of the four positions for our team. Um, we're going to need to get by with Kareem Hunt and Damian Harris to start the year and, you know, hope for some opportunities for our, you know, Henderson, Murray, Hubbard, Gainwell, and and P. Rines. Um, so yeah. I, I like yep. the team. It's not it's not my favorite uh, team no. put together, no. but I think no. that we do have some juice um, with this team. So if if things fall right, I think this team could do well. Um, but it's a it's a it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one uh, with the running backs. But you know, hey, we don't we don't mind finishing finishing last if it, if it gives us a chance to you know build a aggressive build like this. Um, you know, nobody gets paid for finishing fifth in, in these competitions. I, I gotta say, you guys, you guys crushed those middle, those running back rounds 10 there to what, yeah, 15. Or, I mean, with the Henderson Latavius, I mean, those are money picks right there. I feel like you got those are smash picks, especially with the way you guys built this. I mean, if those and you know, you take one or two of those hits, I mean, you have a, you have a monster team here, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, thanks, I, think, I think it's, it's a great email. That. No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great point. I mean, you rarely get both of those guys. You, I, I mean, I don't know about the way the way you draft, but I, I hope to get one of those guys. Um, you know, unless in, in like a like a yep. Pollard falls. So to get both of them, I think you know offers us a lot. And you know, Guilds and I are, or excuse me, uh, Shelly and I are both on uh, on Hunter Henry um, as a as a tight end too. For us, we're betting on him kind of exceeding expectations. So I was happy to get him in that mix as well. So. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't hate the team. I'm not as excited as last time, but um, you know, no. I, I think that this team has a shot. So, yeah. But, was, but I think Theo on the 
on, on the middle round running backs, just to hit that. Like I, I think that you and I were probably at like a strangle point if we were next to each other on that ninth round pick between Connor and Elijah Moore. I know you wanted Connor well, Guild took him. I, I would the, have absolutely. That was the one pivot. I'll just interrupt you. The one, the one great thing structurally is, you know, Connor would have offered us an, an alternative to Harris to start out uh, as a running back too. Um, but the fact that we got Henderson and Murray, it kind of makes up for it. I, I think so it really made. Time, that's what yeah. I was going. With. I think that really made made up for it. And I, I think that you'd been much less happy with me if we got Elijah Moore and then we got crushed on those middle round running backs. But I think that all that all shook out. So like I, I don't have any regrets on not on not having Connor on this team. Yeah, and Elijah Moore as a wide receiver five could be, um, you know, potentially really really good for us. Um, we're both high on him, and I know you were very upset to miss on him in the uh, in your main event. So. I'm glad we have another Elijah Moore share as well. So all in all, great draft with you guys. Um, I yeah. would say let's let's do it again next week, but I think we all would like softer rooms next week. Yeah. <laughs> yes. what, so, Gilds, would you have taken Elijah Moore if he – guys were sniping me more than the, the, the 11th pick, to be honest. Yeah, a lot of the guys, Devontae, Elijah – I mean – I was taking those guys if you weren't. So, yeah, you guys were definitely we're, taking we're, Hold on. Were you going to take Elijah Moore if we passed on him? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was going to take him and Connor. <laughs> so there you go. There you go, Shelly. I, I, I said to Shelly when we were OTC, I said, I think Elijah Moore will make this, make it back to us. Um, but, yeah, you're not going to pass up that value. So, uh, okay, all right. Shelly, so we, we, Shelly we were dead in the water either way. I like it. Yeah, yep. and Latavius, I mean, I was just hoping he fell two more picks. I mean, I like Gus Edwards, but. You know, I still prefer Latavius out of the two there, but yeah, that was a nice pick for sure. Appreciate right. that. I, I like it, guy. Hey, J- Josh Gills, this was awesome. Anything else that you guys? I mean, you, you want to you know, plug your Twitter accounts, plug anything else you guys have going on? Just g- give words of wisdom as we uh, as we part here. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, likewise, Tio, I think I've started following you last year through the Breakout Finder group. Um, you know, and uh, appreciate the time to talk with you and, and get to meet you, Shelly and Guilds as well. So, um, yeah, if you if you guys want to follow me on Twitter at uh, Josh McAtee, um, I'm spouting anything between fantasy football and uh, sports cards. So and 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 ETH <laughs> and ETH Ethereum yeah. and Ethereum. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Crypto Josh, baby McAtee. You guys, you had it. Yeah. How do I see that? Yeah, yeah, you got it. Right. It was a blast, Josh. All right, Gil, is there anything else from you? Yeah, uh, just uh, echo what Josh said. Thank you, guys. And Josh, too, thank you guys for having me on. And uh, you can find me at the underscore, underscore Gills, G-I-L-D-Z, if you want to follow. I'm always talking shot with, with anybody with fantasy, uh, whether it's DMs or, or on my tweets. I'm, I'm very active on there. So, yeah, I never turn anyone away. I'm always happy to help somebody. And uh, I know, Shelly, we talk a lot, too, uh, through the DMs. So, yeah, yeah you you, you're you're great. You're too nice with the DMs. Uh, you let me slide in last year, and then of course I never stopped. So I, uh, I I appreciate it, man. No, I'm happy to. I'm always happy to talk, and it's especially FFPC or FFC. You know, I'm always talking shop with folks. So yeah, I'm definitely uh, happy to do so. Awesome guys. All right. Well, uh, one one last shout out there before we part. I mean, the chat was was great tonight. Just a special shout out, at least from my perspective, when I'm going through the the comments here. I think Casey and Liz were really uh. Really showing out, so I really appreciate everyone who joined. Uh, that's awesome. All right, Theo, uh, parting words, and where can we find you, and what's next? Um, you can find me here in the GOAT district. Um, next week, we have uh, Jared Smola coming on. 
um, which will just be tremendous guest um, and check out some of our old episodes. And you can find my uh, articles on breakout finder and playerprofiler.com. And you can find me on Twitter at the OG fantasy. And yeah, I, I love doing these with uh, Shelly. We're going to do a couple more of them and um, hopefully cash a couple of tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, of draft sharks because i think you and uh you and gills have got a, the draft sharks invitational coming up uh in, uh, in august yeah we do beginning awesome. of august um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast we're not in the same room on that one but it's pretty hard to avoid a uh a hard room in that one i uh, love it all right guys yeah. hey. oh, go ahead, to the goat district i'm a big fan uh, of your show and uh, i appreciate all the work you guys do and uh you guys are, are very sharp uh players and i uh, respect your game so yeah, uh, keep up the great work, and I appreciate it. All right, thanks, no, we, guys. We really appreciate that. At, at AM Schellenberg, one last shout-out. Like, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe in the podcast app. You know, Subscribe, download, delete, re-download, all that good stuff. Uh, thanks, everybody, and LFG. See you guys next time. Good show. Good show. Here we have a story about a couple of billies Get rich quick, man that seems kinda silly I mean, from dynasty to redraft, really? Ain't no way they about to make this quarter milli Feel me? Nah man, I really don't This the GOAT district, they win whenever they want This the big time though, they're playing against savants Gotta wonder if they're prepared or if they'll bomb Look. Let's quick run through a checklist I only got a minute but I want you to get this Experience, yes Evaluation, yes VBD, yes Sleeper picks, yes Well sheesh, now you get it I ain't even lying Go ahead, pick up the rhymes Spit a couple of lines Spell it out for people so they can feel it in their spine G-O-A-T, greatest of all time It's the corner Millie Billy's on a quest for the best FFPC is a test for the rest G-O-A-T, gonna flex, that's a yes Matter of fact, no Say less, say less, it's the quarter milli billies on a quest for the best. FFPC is a test for the rest. G-O-A-T, gonna flex, that's a yes. Matter of fact, say less, say less.